What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 18. I am your host, Wesley Hill, joined my co-host, Mr. Chad Rice, this week. And uh, we've got two special guests this week, Mr. Nick and Alex from the Talk About It Outdoors. These boys drove up all the way from Georgia to come up here and hang out with us for an entire weekend. Not only that, but we had the awesome opportunity to get to do a podcast with these guys, and we're talking all sorts of stuff this week. This is going to be a long one, and this is going to be a good one. So let's get into it. Hey, uh, how you guys been, man? We haven't seen you guys since the bow shoot. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, man. <laughs> it has. I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is used to an, Alex, and, Alex is used to an intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, we'll it's, great to to, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, <laughs> buddy. I mean, it's the true boys, the talk about it outdoors, man. Alex is on the other end of the table now. No, he's going to have to answer the question. <laughs> it's so hard for me to sit here and not be like, so tell us exactly what's been going on. Uh, great season, great deer season. It was a lot of fun. We traveled all over the place, spent time in Illinois and Tennessee and Georgia and where else? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. A lot of Georgia. A lot of Georgia. Well, beat, beat us up. Beat us Georgia. like a drum. That's home, so. Yeah. Illinois was amazing. Yeah, man, y'all had a heck of a season in Illinois, right? They How did. many deer? <laughs> they, they did. Unfortunately, <laughs> they to rub it in. Yeah, I think there was nine nine of us there uh, together, including Caden and uh, one of our Alex buddies. took one. Caden took one. Uh, Shad took one. Mayo took one. Tucker took one. Who else? While we were there, Tucker, uh, our buddy's son. We all had a one. we all had opportunity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody was in the in the threshold, but <laughs> yeah. some people just didn't get it. Done. Some people whiffed. <laughs> Had a great, I mean, hey, I whiffed this year too, so don't feel you bad. You had an excuse though. You could uh, sort of. Yeah, you're, sort you're of. I didn't have an excuse. <laughs> Did you miss one? I didn't kill anything this season, man. Wow. It was rough. It's a rough season. He had big dreams, though. I had big dreams. But no accomplishments. Didn't I listen to you talking about passing on a bunch of deer to your, yeah. your, So you're a horn hunter now. That's <laughs> yeah, what I dude, heard. See, I, that's, well, the thing that sucks is like, I'm not a horn hunter, but. The property I got permission on, they also hunt, and they're like, we don't kill does until after rut, which doesn't I, make sense to me. That blew my mind when y'all were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, these guys only hunt, like, during rifle season, yeah. so it's, yeah. it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. So I literally, like, spent my whole hunting seat, first half of the hunting season, chasing down bucks. Yeah, passing and then, up uh, does right under his tree Literally, stand. yeah. I mean, I, I had opportunity after opportunity i could have tagged out on my does during archery but i wasn't allowed to shoot anything and then rut came and i lost permission yeah so, i heard you say that but so it was rough it's dumb. in tennessee it's kind of different than it is in georgia because we get 10 doe tags and two buck tags for the whole season for the whole season it okay. doesn't matter where you or how you take when it you, when you use them well you can only take Bucks, or excuse me, does with a gun during the designated doe days. Oh, okay. So, but okay. archery season, when it opens September till the end of season, you can kill all of your does with a bow and your okay. bucks, but you can only nice. harvest a doe with a gun during the designated doe days. Yeah, Tennessee's okay. weird, man. We only, well, our unit, we only get five doe tags during bow season, and they don't carry over. Yeah, yeah. I heard y'all say you that. You get two during muzzleloader and one during gun. Yeah. We have buck, buck restrictions, too. So one of them's got to be four on one side, mm. and then the other one can be anything. But then you go to certain counties, yeah. and both bucks either have to be four on one side, or it has to be 15 or 16-inch spread. Gotcha. So you can get, they, they used to have it four on one side only mm -hmm. in those counties, so you could see a 130-inch six-pointer, and you couldn't shoot it. 
Well, God. now they've made it where it's 15 inches wide or four or. on one side. And okay. they, they, I mean, it's good legislation. And Yeah, no, that's solid. But yeah. I would hate to see the number of hunters that actually shoot does anymore. There's not many around us. I mean, it's no. yeah. not especially archery. I mean, mm. we saw, gosh, probably more deer than I've ever seen in Georgia this year as far as the numbers in the woods. And it just wasn't – but I didn't see the bucks. I mean, I saw hardly I, – I saw, I saw one shooter. The yeah. whole season in Georgia it wasn't that I wasn't putting myself in position to get on them. Yeah, just didn't see them, and Probably. they were there. I just wasn't on them. Probably yeah. because the does are multiplying so much around mm-hmm. our home because people aren't taking them. Everybody's kind of everybody's horn hunting nowadays just yeah. because of social media and stuff. Yeah. Well, also we've talked about it on the podcast before. I feel like cell cams, man. Now that people know what's out there, they're just mm-hmm. like. They I'm got their mindset on that on that buck they've got on camera. And it's like I'm not shooting anything until I get an opportunity at that dude. That or if they don't see a deer, they're like, I'm just not going hunting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna stay home. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Blew my mind but, how how many does though that we saw this year. Yeah. They're everywhere. You take you took what, three? Three in Georgia. Yeah. 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 I didn't Freezer see full. Oh, my freezer's full from Iowa. For real? Yeah, that that's a whole nother story if you want yeah. to get into yeah. that. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll into, get into that, but uh well you know we get those eight doe tags in our unit but like the next county over is unit l right yeah or unit, unit b l. they're unit l yeah so unit l you can kill three does a day no limit. all season Gosh. no limit all wow. season yeah that and many it, yeah. yeah and if you're in cwd same rules apply three doe a day and then they have three buck tags and if one of your bucks or any of your bucks show up with cwd you get basically a salvage tag yeah. for another buck. Yeah. And if that next buck shows up with CBD, you're allowed to do the same thing. No, it's CWD. Yeah, yeah. CBD. CBD. No, if it shows up with CBD, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. Oh, that but was yeah. your Uncle Chuck that showed up yeah. with CBD, <laughs> not the buck. <laughs> so that, there's that many deer in that county? It's not that there's that many deer. It's just because of the CWD. And so, because they're they're just trying to get rid of it, get rid of all the deer over there. And so, as long as it shows up with CWD and it's a buck, you can get a salvage tag. So you technically replacement buck tag. Yeah, you technically don't have an end to the buck tags as long as they have CWD. Have y'all seen a case of that? I have seen a case of that. No, but my yeah, this is like Memphis, three three, four hours away. Yeah, so that's where my wife's family's from. So I every chance I get to go hunt down there, I do. But now, do you have to buy a license for each zone, or is you're 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 just restricted to those? uh, I guess areas basically. When you're when you're hunting, you can only so if you're in zone A and you can harvest three a a day, that Mm -hmm. doesn't apply back to your tags you have in zone B. It does. It does. Okay. It does. Okay. But, I mean, if you're killing three a day, like, okay, you can kill your eight tags here in our unit and then go, go over. over to unit L and kill three a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Or this is the other thing you can do is if you tag out in the same day in our unit per a day, you can still go over to unit L and still kill three does in the same day. So, you technically, you could kill four. Yeah, four in a day. We could kill ten a day. I mean, there's no yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. deer. You know, we could yeah. kill if if you want to fill all your doe tags in one day. I mean, that'd be cool. Hammer down. What about buck tags? Y'all got two buck tags? You yep. said. Can you kill two 
in a in day. the same day. You yeah. kill all twelve of your deer in one day if you what want. What in yeah. the world? Yeah. We can only kill one buck a day, one doe a day in our unit. And yeah. then if you go over to unit L you get you can kill three a day. Yeah. Yeah. In our county you can kill any size buck for your first one. Mm-hmm. And then the second one has to be four better four on one or side or See, I like that though, because like just because of the fact that there's a antler restriction, your guys' age of bucks are probably a lot bigger. Would you say we've seen a lot bigger? I mean, they're <laughs> you getting don't think bigger so? around home. Yeah, There's getting to be a lot bigger deer. Yeah, they're but. getting bigger, but you don't you don't see like, I mean, a lot of people think Georgia, and they think first the thing they probably think nowadays is Seek One. Yeah. That's yeah. not that's 200-inch deer yeah, in the city. That's, yeah, yeah that's not I mean, that's not far from us. That's in our back door. Yeah. And and you can see deer like that if you go into the metro, which are in the metro Atlanta yeah. uh, counties, but you can see that. But to go knock on those doors and pursue that when you're looking at five or six other houses, that's yeah i'm just not doing that but no. we do have good deer in our area but we have so many woods just like you guys do here There's, the mm. woods are so big they get so much pressure i mean our gun season starts um october 15th roughly uh, third second third weekend third weekend in october and, and runs runs to the second weekend in january so i mean these deer Goodness. after the first two weeks they're they're gone you don't, you yeah. don't see them no more they're nighttime yeah nocturnal yeah our, lot- our, our gun season starts in mid-november yeah Mid to late November and goes through January. Yeah, end of end of season for yeah. us. Our bow season opens the first weekend of September. Second. Second. And then runs for four weeks, five weeks. And runs then five run, weeks and you have a week of primitive weapons so you can use a muzzleloader. Mm-hmm. Most people are using muzzleloaders. And then mm-hmm. and the youth can use a rifle. Nice. Yeah. So and That's then cool. it, And then it's rifle. And then it stops now at the second week of January and it goes to extended archery for the metro counties <laughs> to the end of January. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we that's our cool. county now is is an extended archer. A lot of them around are. I mean, there's a ton of counties going that. They're talking the new regulations in Georgia for this year, moving the opening of season to was it was it the first weekend in September? I think so. And moving rifle season yeah. back a little bit, not having as long of a rifle season, but closing it uh, December twenty second, right after Christmas or right before Christmas, right before Christmas for rifle season to close, and then the extended archery run into February. Oh, that'd be nice. So that'd be we can sweet. hunt from the beginning of September until the middle of February. And they were talking about doing that based on what's happening in southwest Georgia. So the rut in southwest Georgia kind of follows what Alabama is. It's oh, in yeah. February. So a lot of those hunters in those areas, they can at least they can't hunt past the 15th or 14th, whatever it yeah, is, of January. Sure. sure. So, and they ain't even rutting down there yet. No. So, But no. the crazy thing about that, the opposite side of Georgia towards the coast will be like early October rut. What like, in the world? Not even what a hundred miles apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a you can. I mean, you, you can could... chase all phases of the rut or, or all season. You can be in rut essentially, mm-hmm. starting in bow season early, early September. Well, probably first of October, and then yeah. chase it all the way through up through the Piedmont region, and then yeah. back down. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how it goes. It doesn't go what you think, like a transition line all yeah. the yeah. way up. It's like sections on. That's right, yeah. and yeah. it starts and it goes because we're in five different regions of Georgia, mm-hmm. and through those five regions, it'll bounce around from area to area, and you go west. But Dan DeWitt, we talked with him on this. You can chase it from South Florida uh, all the way in July. That's when their rut starts. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Goodness, and they hunt. Orange groves mm-hmm. in July. Yeah. So could you imagine being in South Florida <laughs> no, hunting deer crazy. in July? <laughs> yeah. I'd be in underwear in that saddle. Yeah, <laughs> for that real. Out. And we've talked about that with people. You can chase the rut through the whole country from the time July until basically the middle of February. You can be hunting rutting deer if you've yeah. got the time and the tags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So that's like, that's like Alabama. You can chase it all season long. Yeah. Like it goes yeah. from the north to the south, and it's like. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because we've got a friend. His name's Matt. Shout out to him. But he lives in Alabama, and he was telling us. But why do you guys think that is? It's So from what I understand and what we've been told, it has nothing to do with weather. It has nothing mm. to do with that. It's the genetics of the deer okay. and where they came from when they were populated in that area. Yeah, they, so okay. certain types or breeds of deer. Yeah. They were introduced from other parts of the, the yeah. country and brought in, and that's... Correct. Yeah. Probably early 1900s when the population was low. Well, like I think that. it was after, like... Way after it, that. It would have been probably... 40s. The, yeah, 40s, yeah. 40s, 50s. 50s. Yeah. Goodness yeah, gracious. Because they almost... I read statistics the other day. I think we've got, I don't remember, millions, millions of deer. And it yeah. got all the way down in the early 20s, I believe, to like 500,000 deer population. Which is wild. And they repopulated it from places like Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Minnesota. They brought the deer down, which you still have strands of that. And you hear people talking in southwest Georgia and, and in middle Georgia about a strand of deer that came from what is Wyoming yeah. <laughs> or whatever at Wisconsin? Sure. Oh, these giant bucks, they're, they're still here. Well, I'm telling you, I saw one back in the 40s, and it yeah. was uh, Grandpa told me about it. And eh, that deer's probably long dead and gone <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Do y'all have, I got a question that made me think. Do y'all have people chase dead deer here? Like if a giant buck gets killed in an area, does it get inundated with people for the next week or two afterwards? Do y'all ever see that? I've seen it with some public land hunters. That's yeah, I mean, what we're talking yeah. about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there's a giant killed here and everybody, we, we've talked absolutely. about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do y'all have a, do y'all have a T-O-N, like a Tennessee Outdoor News? Anything like that? Uh, we got a G-O-N and Alabama's got an A-O-N. Yeah, we have uh Tennessee outside or Tennessee wild side or something like that. So you guys probably saw it when you come to the outdoor blast, but you you, you can try sign up for a truck buck and you can enter deer each week on how you kill it and they'll whatever your deer scores, the biggest deer will win that week and then they can come to Georgia to the outdoor blast and shoot for a pickup truck. Ah, I've seen so, that, yeah. So what I when I was getting by saying that, I get we get those every month. Mm-hmm. Just being subscribed to it in case we kill one because you have to be a subscriber to it to, to enter it. But man, gotcha. across Georgia, I mean, from north to south, man, they are some hammer. There's some big bucks in Georgia. I mean, it's it's changed a lot. I mean, we I've got this magazine since I was a kid, and it's a it's crazy that when you flip the pages open, you feel like you're looking at something from Iowa. There's, yeah. there, there's that many big deer around yeah. Georgia. And I'm like. I know. Where are they killing these? Hey man, Tennessee's the same way, dude. Yeah. Like up toward Nashville, uh, Sumner County. Which is where that big deer, the Tucker buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do y'all hear about right. that Tennessee yeah. State record? Yeah, it was killed up in Sumner County, and then uh, y'all know Levi Wilson, mm-hmm. his dad, Wilson's Wildlife Artistry. He just posted a picture of a dude, a I seen freaking that. slammer. What about Patrick Pacinger? Dead end. I mean, come on now. I got to shout your boy out. Yeah, that is a hammer. Hey, for East Tennessee, that is. (laughs) It's a giant. Yeah, it's a a rare. Yeah. Yeah. Rare deer. And, but seeing. But he hadn't, he, so, well, you know this because you had a podcast. He hadn't hunted that property, but twice in 12 years. Yes. (laughs) You know? So. Do you guys, I mean, this looks like very hard hunting. This. Where you, right here where you guys live looks like a, a little probably like what north of us yeah i mean you guys got a little bit probably a little bit more valleys this kind of reminds me of blairsville back at home where mm-hmm. you guys live there's valleys mm-hmm. and then there's big mountain ranges kind of or big hills mm-hmm. um is it do you guys primarily hunt these valleys or the mountains 
Kind of both. Yeah. Kind yeah. of both. It Le- just Leeward Ridge on the whatever the wind is blowing. Mm-hmm. You find those bucks Saddles. stay up on those mountains more than they stay down in the valleys. Kind you know, of both they, as well uh, there. So so what I've figured out is what I figured out is uh like hunting some public land because it's pretty steep where we'll where we'll hunt public land yeah. on the river and stuff. Like during the rut, you want to get in saddles and stuff like that. Obviously, um, leeward sides of ridges, um, like thermal hubs, creek crossing stuff. Like I mean, it's just like it is anywhere else. But um, I'd say I'd say like they're coming out of crop fields in the morning to go to bed on the either like the 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 tops of ditches or like secondary ridges uh, or secondary points off ridges and stuff like that. That's where they're predominantly going to bed thick stuff, obviously. Uh, But we get a lot of like ridge bedding, point bedding, stuff like that, that the bucks are. Is there a lot of public ground around here? Yeah, we got. Oh yeah. Are y'all catching a lot of out of staters now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially during Turkey season. Turkey season's stupid. Y'all yeah, ready to talk about state. turkey hunting? <laughs> yeah, boy. We're, we'll get fired up. I know well, Alex don't Jerry, care. Jerry, you ready to go sit outside for a while? <laughs> <laughs> I know Alex don't care about it, but I, I'm going to hurt, 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 hurt her feelings this year, though. I'm going to hurt her feelings this year on the turkey show hunt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get out there and show it. Well, Nicholas and I have got a trip that we're going to make together uh, in March. We're going to Florida to hunt together. So. Sweet. Probably well, wind thanks up. for the invite, but yeah. You know. <laughs> well, I, I got to get Nick on one uh, first. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we're going down to hunt with the guys that I, I turk or uh, gator hunted with. Nice and friends of mine. I've known them for years, and they invited. They said, "Hey, I know Nick likes to turkey hunt. Mm-hmm. Once you bring him down, and we'll try to get him on an Osceola." That's so awesome. Man. We were going That's down cool. to hunt public ground. You killed an Osceola before? I have not. Me neither. I want to get one. So we're going to go down and see how it goes. We're excited. It'll be – but if we tag out early, there'll be an opportunity for me to go hunt. But yeah, I'm going to film. So Knock on wood. I can. I hope it's the first day. First get, morning, baby. <laughs> I hope it's the first day, and then he's got to watch me whine and complain for three more days while we're hunting. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, hilarious. But that's going to be a great trip, and I'm excited for it. And then yeah. him and Cody both are traveling through the country. I mean, they literally are going across the country to hunt turkeys this year. Well, so. dude, oh, that's awesome. Come, come to Tennessee. We'll get you on one. I might have to do that. If I yeah. if I can – if I can go if down, you can and, swing it. Come by. If I can go down and get this Osceola, I'm going to try to do the single season slam. Sweet. So, yeah. I don't know. Heck I don't. Yeah. I don't know what time. I might lose my job, but uh, I'm <laughs> that's gonna try all right. Hey, those are replaceable. <laughs> yeah, you'd, exactly be, right. you'd be a professional turkey hunter if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. So yeah, I don't have a Rio line, a Rio spot lined out, but I know a few guys that might uh, might be able to help me out. So <laughs> shout out RP Scritsfield. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, talk about a great guy there. Oh, he's yeah. awesome, RP's man. solid. So we just got our we just got our KT team knife for the year. He dropped it off in the mail. Heck yeah, uh, we got it. So we'll have it at NWTF. So nice, dude. Cool. Have that cool. to give. I've been this using year. that uh, that knife I bought from him. I've been using it to breast ducks out. Dude, it's all a perfect sized knife. It's for like that. it's oh, like you got one of the little this, finger knives. Yeah, one of the finger knives, dude. Yeah. It's perfect for cutting the breast out so we haven't talked about it much on our show but we'll mm. kind of drop it here i guess because yeah we're better than to drop it um we've made teases that we've got a knife coming out with rp that that nice, will be a co-branded man. knife from us cool. and i used the knife this season throughout deer season uh, yeah. and actually we 
went back and changed a few things on it, but we will have those knives at NWTF. It will be the official Scritchfield oh, Knives Talk About It Outdoors edition. So yeah, we've got a yeah. knife coming out. We're Dude, excited that's for so that. Cool, it's going to be awesome. So yeah. I have to get one of those. What's the price going to be? Uh, we don't have a set price yet because we're actually looking to work with RP to get them. Um, we're either going to do a limited series, mm. maybe 10 knives, okay. or we're going to do a full collection and just drop them out you know, for a yeah. seasonal knife. We yeah. don't know exactly what it's going to be, but it'll probably be somewhere around the $200 price point. Yeah, whatever, it, whatever it is, man, it's going to be a... It's going to be a an awesome great knife because yeah. he makes awesome knives. Dude. Sh- hair shaving knives. Yeah. So oh, they yeah. come to you sharp so as could sharp. be. So. He's, what he tells so us, sharp. What, he texted us last night and asked us if he could bring the knife of the year to it's, the booth. Yep. So RP uh, last year had made some knives for the NWTF mm-hmm. to auction off, and he was selected by the NWTF committee to make the 50th anniversary knife. Sick. Oh, cool. So, a, a, so well, a, like – a lot of people saw the knives he made last yes. year and might not know that he made them. Correct. Yep. Because they were the turkey feather with the turkey foot. Yep, yes. that's right. Knives. That's right. R.P. Scritchfield, that's that's a R.P. Scritchfield knife. Yep, sure. and so they made a stag handle this year for the 50th anniversary one with the that's feather sick, blade. Dude. And they, now, you can auction or bid on that knife at yeah. the banquet but yep. they did make a replica of that that same knife that they were, will have available as the 50th anniversary knife so nice okay yeah, cool. he'll be cool. he's pretty much going to be doing everything in the booth with us this this year so yeah heck yeah we'll have, awesome, we'll have the we'll have the kt team knife we'll have the 50th anniversary knife and we'll have the knife co-branded with uh there with go, us there. so hey we love it heck yeah dude that's <laughs> sick stuff, man, man. Heck yeah. we're excited we uh Gonna oh, drop some mouth calls up in there. I've been working on. So yeah, you hey, oh, Justin's done kicked him in the knee for that. <laughs> he's like, bring any. He's like, you didn't bring no mouth calls. I know, I was it, like, dude. I didn't, man. I said, I I want to save them for NWTF so I can. Do you want me to get out mine out and show well, them how they uh, sound? Uh, put, put my name on one of those. I want one. So yeah. I'm you're probably the last one person needs to blow on that thing. Ain't you? <laughs> well, he, he, he keeps so it in his pocket. I'll say that he's a lawyer. You've been trying, I'm trying to learn. Have, That's awesome. The yeah. other morning, I went to his house and I was like, "Let's try to make one." And so we sat there and he'd make one and I'd play it. And he's like, "No, nah, that ain't it." And then we went through ten or twelve and he found one. And he's like. Okay, listen. Just <laughs> if you play that one. This. No, no. He, he got no back tension. Just a double read. It's just a double read. Just plain. No plain cuts. And, yeah. and so I started playing it, and and I've, I, I he he finally told me he gave me the best compliment he's ever given me in all the years I've known him. He said, "You can kill a turkey with that." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. 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 here we go." So. Getting a little, getting somewhere with it. I, I don't know if he told me that so I would shut up, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> or if it was going to actually work. So. Yeah, we'll see. You ain't got to be a professional. Well, I've been in the woods with you, so. Hey, sometimes the best thing to do is just to shut up and wait. Right. Yeah. That's right. Don't move. Yeah. Don't move. Don't move. That's for sure. The only yeah. two chances I've ever had to kill a turkey hunting would have been with him. I don't know how many years ago, probably 20 years ago. Yeah, and I screwed that up. You keep reminding me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we moved. And with Cody last year, we moved on a bird, and he's mm. like, "We got to go to it. We got to go to it." And I'm like, "All right, I'll just soon sit here." And we came back around the ridge, and the turkey's standing right where we were standing. Yep. At, so. always, dude. always. Patience kills more turkeys than anything, man. So you haven't killed a turkey yet? I've killed one. Just okay. walked up on okay. it and shot it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't turkey hunting by yeah. any means. So, but it's a dead turkey. We, probably, yeah. we were probably we we're probably what seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, we were still in high school. Because you're. Were, were we in high school? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I don't know that you were. You yeah. were a year older than me, so I may have been a senior. But yeah, that was a that was tough. He was he come on a string. 
It, I, you know, I didn't really know the lay of the land, so I almost make an excuse for myself. But <laughs> I didn't really realize that the way the ridges run, and it and it can it can play in a fact if you don't know which way that land's running. That but creek down thank, there. Thank yeah. God for phones now because. Oh yeah, my, dude. When I when I hear a turkey gobble, the first thing I do is I pull up my hunting app and I figure I, out where he's at. I see what ridge where the ridge is running off, and mm-hmm. I figure out what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. So thank exactly. God for them. I love. Yeah, them. dude, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they've they've been a game changer. Dang gum, yeah. Brutal on deer and brutal on turkey. I didn't really think about that, but that does play a huge factor in getting set up on a turkey and getting one to come in and figuring out. Okay, well he's probably going to come this big way time, especially and, if I don't know. I mean, I went with like I said when we went with him. I didn't realize this. The way the turkey had to go off, it sounded like the turkey was going completely away from us, and I thought we had to make a move on it. When we did, he was—he knew where we was at, mm-hmm. but he had to go a long ways. He had to go around a, you know, bend to, because it was so steep. But yeah, that's the first thing I do is I, if I hear a turkey, especially somewhere I ain't been, especially going out to Idaho last year, yeah. I pull my hunting app up and I look at the contour lines, see if it was steeper on one side or not, and figure out where he's at. Yep. Try to get around there, and play those. Yep. Heck yeah, so, dude. Yeah. That came into play for us last year. We had uh, the guys from the Element, yeah, come kill a deer with us, and yeah. Mitchell Johnson from uh, Dead End Game Calls was calling, and uh, dude, he called one up to a I deer. Mean, that, he called he called a turkey from oh. <laughs> like five hundred yards away, yeah. and that thing came on a string right at us. I haven't heard him call, but I want to. Oh, six time national champion! Wow, yeah, that's he's, unreal. He's he's part turkey, man. When you know, <laughs> I'm serious. I would say, and I've we've had this conversation in the past with a couple of guys. Hunter's one of my best friends, and he's the best caller I know. But most people that turkey call with a diaphragm or anything, a pot call or anything like that, most of the time they, I would say, 75 percent of people don't really understand what they're doing. I mean, they yeah. can make a sound, yeah. They don't really understand the cadence and stuff. Hey, like I'm that. guilty of that. I no, don't, and, and I don't I'm not, know. I don't know a ton about like, you know. You need to cluck, purr, kiki, whatever at this certain time, or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like people people don't listen to that enough. They just kind of yeah. hear, they just hear somebody stuff like that. But Yelping then you, or whatever. Then you get to yeah. the next, you know, fifteen percent that maybe I may I may fall in the next eight percent. But mm-hmm. those people that are good, like Mitchell and Dave Owens and all those guys, man, they know exactly what call to throw at them. Yes. At the right time. Yes, when they call. I mean, even when I hear, I mean, like I'm got I got cold chills now mm-hmm. thinking about when they call. You know, yep, so yep. it's just a difference how they it's how they deliver themselves. Their cadence is so much better, yeah. and that's what. It, and it, and it, it don't take that to kill a turkey. It don't, yeah, I mean, but if you got an old Tom that's yeah. seasoned, been around the block a few seasons, it it helps. It helps. It helps knowing what to do at the right yep. time. Yeah, I'd say setup's your number one key. But other than that, I mean, you make a little bit of noise on the ground or scratch leaves. If he ain't never been messed with, he's gonna come running up there anyway. See That's what's right. going on. Did y'all see that one coming in the in the shop right there on the wall? Yeah, on the, on the yeah, wall. Yeah, I didn't yeah, pay yeah. attention. That's the biggest turkey I ever killed. He he had a double beard and inch and almost inch and a quarter spurs. I yelped twice and he came on a frozen rope to the decoy. That's all it takes. <laughs> and I shot him at like fifteen yards. That's why I got faith in Alex. That double read this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I just yelp, 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 yelp. I, I yelped I yelp twice, dude. Oh, he came on a frozen rope, man. Well, well and knowing awesome. where those turkeys are, are at 
Oh, he's got a that helps yeah, too. You know, that man. helps too. He's growing one over there, and I know if he kills the dang thing, it's probably gonna have a twelve or fifteen inch beard, or probably three inch spurs. Beard, yeah, be like, okay, spurs look what I killed, dude. This ain't hard. Throw one up for me. He'll never shut up about it. He'll call it in with that double read and shoot it right in the face, and we won't be able to tell him nothing else. That'd be it. Oh. The next time he comes up to Nashville, and he'll. He'll be over there bumping arms with cuz and talks and all that. <laughs> yeah. Tell him what he's done. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh. oh. Bonafide professional. <laughs> hey, when you got it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were cares. talking about that the other day, though. I never knew anything about turkey hunting. My dad wasn't a turkey hunter. My yeah. uncle wasn't a turkey hunter. And But to sit down and, and talk through the conversations that we have over the last two and a half years – when you look at a list of inductees in the NWTF Hall of Fame yeah. that's going in just this year, I think there were seven people on the list, and four of them had been on our show and talking conversation with yeah. us. I mean, Matt Van Size, uh, what was the gentleman from Jimbo. Georgia? Um, Jimbo. Uh, 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 hunted for years with Waddell and then Ricky Joe Bishop. Ricky Joe Bishop. Uh, and those guys, they, their name in the turkey hunting community means so much. Oh, and yeah. I'll be the first to admit, I knew nothing about who they were or what they stood for mm-hmm. and everything, but my traditional mindset in the life that I have been brought up living mm-hmm. plays right along with turkey hunting. And yeah. I, I'm kinda, I kind of beat myself up that I didn't get into it sooner or try to uh, get into it earlier because I love that, the, the tradition and the side of it. Well, yeah. listen, dude, when you, when you get one goblin on a roost, he flies down and you call him in. And you shoot him in the face at ten yards, bro. You're gonna be hooked. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I, I guarantee it. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, and I think it'll be something fun to to try to. But I was a fisherman, yeah. so I fished my entire life. Me too. I yep, never turkey too. hunted because we were striper fishing, trout fishing, mm-hmm. bass fishing. There just wasn't time for it for yeah. my yeah. dad. So, oh, yeah. and my dad, and my uncles, my heroes, and I did everything with them. Oh, so yeah. it, it yeah. just wasn't part of my life. So, but guess what? We're gonna start doing now. It, it's it's crazy <laughs> to think about turkey hunting though, because turkey hunting is a, the first stepping stool for a lot of these big name guys that you mm-hmm. that you see out uh, Michael Waddell, you know, Mark Jury. Yeah, that's yeah. where they got their start at. But yep. a lot of times, it takes the back burner once deer hunting comes in play. Because they start going to these places and they start killing big deer, and that's what get, get known for. But mm-hmm. really, if you think back to the roots, that's kind of where it all starts at. Just, and I don't know why. I guess it's just an old tradition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, turkey hunting is a very old tradition because there wasn't. Now it's such played up. Like I got to kill a two hundred inch deer. You know, turkey hunting, you you're not measuring nothing. I mean, you can yeah. measure the beard and spurs, spurs but beard yeah, spurs. but you ain't like you're gonna kill the the next big thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't so, hear that it, yeah it only gets up to a certain point with a turkey you know and that's it well it's a it's sort of an easy easy barrier to entry i mean honestly yeah. some turkeys are not hard to kill you can right. almost get on one just about any time you go out right? That's right especially on private land yeah so you know it's sort of easier to kill a turkey than it is a big buck that's right so and it's what you makes want to cha- it makes sense it makes sense yeah it's what you want to challenge yourself yeah to, yeah yeah, yeah exactly know? It, it was talking. I was talking to a guy at work today, and he said, "You want to go to this duck, <laughs> this duck hunt with me, where they put them in this thing and let them out?" I'm like, "Not really." He's like, "Well, you'd do it if it was a turkey." I said, "Yeah, but they don't have those for turkeys." 
Yeah. You ain't gonna find no, no you place. Gonna find <laughs> you ain't gonna find a place of turkeys where they turn them loose no. and you call them up, and kill them. Is, no. there, a, is yeah. there a market for that? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, there probably is. There's a market yeah. for everything. You wouldn't be allowed at NWTF. <laughs> no, you done. You <laughs> You're done. Guys. You'd be You're shunned. Done. <laughs> You'd be shunned. Oh, no, that's crazy it. for for ducks. They were yeah, like, you know, like, it's like farm raised. Yeah, it's like the preserves. You know, you guys don't have those around here. That's my backyard. That's what he's got in his backyard. So there's, no, there's one over in uh, Memphis. We kill right. we kill uh we kill park ducks on farm ponds a mile <laughs> away from <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm telling you, they're that and yeah, you can y'all, attest to it. When y'all were at the house, yeah. There's one right that yeah. big field behind yeah. my house. You that's, were telling me about oh, this. That's a duck preserve. Yeah. They do pin raised duck hunts there. Yeah. They every, ridiculous. Every day. Well, let me tell you, that's you dumb. would never know if you weren't a duck hunter, you would never know that's what it is. If yeah. you had never been duck hunting mm-hmm. before and the guy said, hey, I'm going to take you to this ranch, duck hunting, you're never going to believe it. They go on a ridge. You'd never see the ducks. They throw them out of a box, and they've trained those ducks to fly in a circle. There's yeah. five ponds on that property. They fly over each one of those ponds. They and never the one land. The decoys. They, they never land. They fly okay. over, and they'll circle, and they go. They're trained to fly over those ponds, and they go to the first one. Boom, 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 75 shots, nothing hit. They go to the next one, boom, boom, boom. They go to the next one, and these ducks fly right back to where they started, go back in the pen. They are they are trained yeah. flying death ducks. Yeah. And he's got ducks there that he's had from the first time he ever started. First banded ducks. So they've ducks. been shot at Who knows how many thousands times. Thousands of times. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but, and they've made it to get back to the house. So That's wild. It, and it's... <sighs> On Wednesday and Saturday morning. There's that. a lot of places in Georgia like that. For, yeah, for me, and that's right behind your house. It's Dad, the God, backyard. I've I've never been there. <laughs> I would I would move away from <laughs> well, he's that. Got, place. He's got a farm. Oh, he's oh, got oh, a farm oh. pond on their property. And didn't he ask your dad not to shoot or something? Yeah, they told they, there were some guys that came and hunted ducks at at my dad's pond yeah. uh, that he worked with. And he's like, hey, you know, those guys are shooting my ducks. And Dad said, they've never shot one of your ducks off my pond. They had killed, you know, I don't know what types of ducks they were shooting, but it wasn't the ducks that he had on there. What I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily like it myself because sure. I'm not a duck hunter and I wouldn't do it. But what well, I will say, it gives people an opportunity to get out and experience something. And yeah. there's been guys that have came there that have got into the sport of yeah, duck hunting. Yeah. And saw it's not as easy as it was there. Well, man, I was up at Larry's place and we killed all these ducks. <laughs> yeah, Hell, yeah. far. I mean, yeah. but it, it kind of introduced him. But he does do a very good job of making it like a real duck hunt. It's okay. a it's huh. a full lodge. You go there. You go there like on a Friday. I know a guy that went there. He went up there on a Friday. They do skeet shooting, mm-hmm. cook a big dinner. You get up. The, the breakfast is whatever cooked, and then you go out. To the pond. Go to the duck blind set there. Yeah, I guess you can have like the whole experience. It's probably more of a corporate thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what I was gonna say. I I mean, I can't hate on it too much, but but we can sort of like high fence deer. It is. It is. It it, it absolutely is. Exactly what it is. I have no no desire to go over there. And he said, "Hey, come over and shoot some ducks." I'm like, "Mm, "I really don't care anything about duck hunting. Period. I really don't want to go shoot them in a pen." You yeah. must never eat them. Yeah. I don't like duck. You don't like duck? What? I know oh, the old shit. joke. I know the old joke about duck meat. That's about <laughs> the only one I know. But down here and get yeah, you duck down here and get you some. But I don't, I don't like duck meat. How do y'all yeah, prepare really? it? Salt and pepper. Just Well, I, I, I make it like a sort of like a rub with paprika, salt, pepper, uh, garlic powder. Uh, We're already into onion. the jokes. I don't know. I can't remember, but... <laughs> Uh, 
basically just rub it, rub the breast down. Yep. Uh, get a get a get a uh, yep. see jokes. Get a cast iron skillet <laughs> hot with oil. Yep. Skin side down for about five minutes. Flip it over. Meat side down five minutes. Should be medium rare. Yeah. Dude, it's it's a yeah, real I'd, red meat. Yeah. Yeah. I I do it a little bit different. I heard you say that, Man, heard you say that your your wife loves. Duck oh, meat. she loves yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Is it like liver? Jokes aside, no, but it, she loves it. Tastes it. like a red meat. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I, why, I mean, you said that. No, and it I tastes was, like beef, man. I'm serious. It's like, I went on a turkey. It's tur- very delicious. Similar. Me and a buddy of mine went turkey hunting Must one time, and his, <laughs> his brother-in-law gave him some um, ground duck. We tried, tried that. we tried to make yeah. hamburgers out of it. Oh, Thank Lord. God we had some hot dogs. Ground. Yeah. Ground is in. See, this oh, is I the thought thing. you meant yeah. like ducks no, that no. run on the ground. You no. mean like <laughs> ground, ground up. Yeah, like ground up like burger. Yeah. And it was... Terrible. Well, so, but this is the thing too with with duck meat is if you overcook it, it tastes a lot different. Yeah, it tastes terrible. It tastes okay. terrible. You like what I do is I'll get a hot skillet, salt and pepper, and that's it. I'll sear both sides, and then I put it in the oven for five minutes at three hundred, and then I get like a nice medium rare, and I try to touch it the least amount as possible just to try to keep it as juicy as possible, and then. I just serve it on a plate with some potatoes, man, and it is phenomenal. Did y'all eat all yeah. them doves y'all killed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do y'all breast them? Just, yeah. just reach in. Do you I, want to know something funny about that? Is uh, I've never dove hunted before, before that, and the person who showed me how to do it was my wife. Really? Yeah, yeah. his wife showed him how yeah. to breast the doves. Yeah. See, I'd never, I've never dove hunted one time in my entire life. Oh, That's gosh, a lot of fun. fun and we went to, to Illinois this year scouting. Caden and I did. Mm-hmm. And the guy we were staying with, he said, hey, y'all want to shoot some doves? And I'm like, I don't. And Caden's like, well, I really don't either. And he's like, well, his son went out and shot some. And he's like, well, we'll eat these for supper. He grabs right underneath yep. the neck and just, yeah, just flips those up. breasts right out. I was like. Wait a minute. Yeah. Come here. Let me see that. Because uh, yeah. I always thought you were standing there and had no, to pick no, feathers no. and everything. I mean, you got to do that for ducks, but yeah, yeah. doves are just. It was yeah, in and out. I mean, out. he literally had two little nuggets of you can put take, them in water. and You could take a dove and that's put what your he thumbs would do. together, yep. Yep. push the skin and feathers aside, reach in, grab the breast, pop it right out. Yeah, that's it. Super easy. Nope. And they, they I make some. I was a kid. Yeah, oh, they make some dude. really good jalapeno poppers. That's well, we didn't have poppers. We just deep, you know, throw yeah. them in a little flour or bread and deep, threw deep them in there. Yeah. yeah, they was they was good. They were good. They good. Yeah, they're really good. Got to be careful on that. It's like a high slung chitlin. You got to be careful biting down too hard. <laughs> yeah. You know what a high slung chitlin is, don't you? Uh, I, I know my, what a chitlin is. I, I don't cracked know my teeth slung, right there. Well, it's uh, instead of squeezing them out to get the corn out, they sling, sling them over their head. High slung and get all the corn out. Crack your teeth. Careful. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Y'all grouse hunt up here in the mountains? We ain't got no mm-hmm. grouse around Really? Mm-hmm. Nope. I ran into a guy last week out here in Mountain looking for him. Did he find him? Looking for grouse? <laughs> there is a there is a small population in North Georgia. Okay. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have it. Only Very thing small. I said, you see any turkey scratching? <laughs> I don't care what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he come running out of the woods with a pistol with 22. He thought I was still on his side by side. <laughs> really? <laughs> Whoa, I didn't hear that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he thought I was still on his side by side. And we were way up on the mountain, and I was on my side by side. And we come back down. He, he was running over through there like Hanson. <laughs> come running over through there, man. He's like. I thought you were getting my side beside. I was like, no, man, what are you doing up here? <laughs> I'm hunting grouse. That's what he says. Like, you seen any turkeys? Yeah, we saw some back down there. All right, thanks. I drove off. 
That's oh God. I'm sure y'all have got people y'all run into in the woods up here that are just like, good God, what rock did you climb out from? <laughs> Absolutely. There's probably some moonshine stills up in here, boys. Uh, uh, there's a lot more than that, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I told I told Nick on the way up here. I said, "Reckon there's any meth cooking in these oh, holes?" Oh, I guarantee them to you. You but just that, walk up a mountain, keep going straight. You'll 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 run into one or two. <laughs> but that's sad. I mean, that our that it went from moonshining back then to, and we don't see it as much around us. It's usually in inside the city limits where they're doing that and yeah. everything. They kind of yeah. stay out of the woods because people like us are out there with guns. <laughs> well, I watched. <laughs> they know better. I watched yeah. a documentary recently about. Uh, about meth and stuff and it's just nobody cooks it anymore because the cartel brings it over mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. so easy to cheaper. get so yeah it's cheaper and oh i'll take yes, pe- people don't get more. people don't get you know they don't cook it no more because it's why risk it when you can just well and i'll tell you this too if you drive around town for about 45 minutes if you see a house that's burnt down and it was smaller than 1300 square feet it's most likely it a meth house yeah <laughs> So unfortunately, yeah. But uh, the way uh, you guys came up too, uh, you could have crossed through a town called McMinnville. And, no, uh, they didn't. They come up one eleven. Yeah, well, through you Spencer. can you can take a side road. It's like Highway eighty or something. I can't remember. But uh, we call that Methminville because uh, that used to be. I never heard that, but that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> McMinnville, Tennessee, used to be the meth capital of the world. Yeah. At one point, it was. I feel like I've we're on a that, Rogan yeah. podcast. We went from one extreme <laughs> to the other, and I love it. I hey, love this it. is the most yeah. yeah. crazer podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We go, I love it. We this go from exactly one spectrum to the other. We, went, yeah. we, we started out deer hunting, and we got on turkey hunting. Yep. Duck. I love it. I love yeah. it. You should have been here last night because we were talking about ATA, and then we got into smoked Gouda cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we go it's from ridiculous. one end to the other. How was ATA? It was, that, that's sec- uh, it was all right, man. Second year? It's second year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about popularity contests and clicks and How is all that, that being stuff. A- I, don't, I don't care about that sort of thing, and it's, in my opinion, that's sort of what ATA is. How yeah. is that being a trade trade show with no public people in there? Is that- well, you know, for us, we have a product to sell, uh, so obviously um, consumer shows are way better for us. And we enjoy the consumer shows a lot better because most of us are just, you know. You're just guys. We're just dudes. Yeah, we're just dudes. Like, we like to hunt and fish and be in the outdoors, and we like to mingle with people that like to do that. We don't like to – I won't say we don't like to mingle with people who are more about, like – Sort of a measuring contest, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I think and that's the thing that drew us when we first, when Nicholas first came back and said, you know, these are the guys that I want to do something with that we need to partner with for our future. And yeah, after man. we've spent time with y'all, y'all aren't an ATA mold. It's not the no, fitting no. there for you. And if you never went back, you, you've you got <laughs> such a loyal following <laughs> that looks to what Cruiser's going to do yeah. for the future. Yeah. You don't have to go there for that, and, but yeah. I get why you do. Well, yeah. and and the reason we went back this year, because uh, actually I told I told Jerry and the other guys I was like I don't. After last year, I was like I am never coming back to this place. But we did start our dealer program. Well, yeah. at the end yeah. of last summer, and that's the reason we went back to ATA this year. I mean, we made some great contacts with some people. I mean, yeah, you talked yeah. to some people that oh, we yeah, met yeah. as well. So, you know, networking is a reality of the hunting industry. That's like, right. you have to yeah. network. Uh, but we mainly went to 
network with archery shop owners, yeah. mom and pop archery yeah. shop yeah. owners. We want to get our products into their into their places, and you know, just spread cruiser around across can the I, U.S. So. Can I ask why though that it's and this is my curiosity because sure. as a consumer and yeah. and we're all consumers. Yeah. Why push the narrative to get in a shop and not just stay online? Would it not be better for and and, and I don't know because I'm asking that as a legitimate question. Do you do you do let's say a mom and pop shop wants to do work with you? Bill's archery shop in Southwest Alabama. Sure, he wants cruiser saddles in his shop. Yeah, does it really? make that much sense to put those saddles in there or just stay online and keep pushing on it man 95 percent of our business is still online on the website okay but we do so what we found out is there's a lot of people that call us during season yeah or right before season mm -hmm. and they're like hey you know i've heard about your saddle here i hear it's the one to go to for comfort we're like, yeah, you know, that's what everyone's saying. And, you know, any questions we can answer, we can't, we'll, we'll do it. Right. And they're just like, man, I just can't spend that amount of money on something without putting my hands on it first. So that's the main reason. And that's, that that's is the, the main reason that, and, and I thought yeah. that was the case. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you want to have, you're, you're not chasing the, the large sum of the business. You're yeah. chasing that extra 5% there. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I love exactly. that. So yeah, <laughs> we're, we're businessmen yeah, at heart. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that dude over there, Jerry's the biggest. I know. I love. I, love I, I would love to just have Jerry for a day. Can I rent Jerry for <laughs> yeah, a day? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Is Jerry for hire? Is he like a hitman? Jerry, Jerry is the busiest person I know. He. I know he no, is. You can't have him. <laughs> yeah. I just want him to just yeah, no. do like six hours. Yeah. But yeah, now oh. we uh yeah we're businessmen, so we want to. I mean, we want all the market share we can get, right? Love I mean, that's. It's only going to help us grow. Uh, we got big plans for for the future. So, man, I'm, you know. I'm I, and you don't know like when we were we were so excited, giddy like schoolgirls coming up here. We're like, we're <laughs> uh, going to get to see the boys shop. You yeah, know, we yeah. were so excited. Just well, it's to very get modest, here. man. It's very yeah, but modest. It's, it's but. just like we are. I mean, it's and it's mm -hmm. it, it fits the mold of who you are as a brand. There's nothing fancy about Cruiser. It just works. Yeah. And we're, that's we're the a, key thing for yeah. me. We're a do-it-ourselves kind of company. And if you come into our shop, you can actually see that and realize it. It's all made here. Yeah. Yeah. All of our saddles uh, are made in-house. Um, Hand-sewn. Yeah. Hand-sewn, in-house. Well, not hand. I mean, machine-sewn yeah, right, by, by hands. But yeah. um, all of our accessories are made like two blocks over. Uh, at another company that helps us sew up our accessories. And then all of our ropes are sewn in-house. Platforms are made 30 minutes down the road. So. I love it. I think, and that's that's what's the yeah. difference. I saw a guy on one of the saddle hunting pages, because I'm on them, and, and, yeah. and I, we've talked about <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. the gutter of the, the saddle hunting world. It's made a turn. I've seen it make a yeah. turn to the better. Yeah, but I, I saw somebody on there the other day that said, I heard Cruiser Saddles is made in China, and and I immediately right below the comment I said, "Well, you heard wrong, Jack." Yeah. And there he got like seventy five <laughs> likes on yeah. it, and everybody That's was like piled dude. on. They're like, "Nah, it ain't made. There's no, no China man. made parts there." No, no. Last time can... I checked, Chad or Jerry wasn't Chinese. So. <laughs> no, you can come in and see. You can come into our shop and see it, see yeah. it being made right there every day. I think we're cranking out about sixty saddles a day now. 
Yeah. Which is insane from where we came from. Me and Jerry were in our in my garage when we first started. We had how many three sewing machines? Three sewing machines. And he and I could only make like what, five a week? Five a week. One a day. <laughs> wow. And now we now we're pumping out sixty a day. That's crazy. Jerry so. got that big whip out. When you guys were <laughs> when you guys were That's ATA right. and um what was it something other than y'all stuff that y'all saw that was stood out? Well, uh, you don't expect not to come a, on his it's, show and talk it's about not, it's, stuff. It's, it's not specifically a product, um, but we did get somebody sitting in a saddle that was pretty cool. Uh, I'll show you the picture. Y'all know the Slock Master? Uh, Tim, Tim Wells, Wells baby. Yeah, Tim Wells and Buck. Oh, Tim came and Buck. The, yeah, yeah, they come in, hung out with us for a little bit, and yeah. they sat in the saddles, and I reckon they're going to try to use one. And, uh, New Zealand to spear a red stag. Oh, dude, how put, put, put him in one. Put him in one. I wish Ed was there so he could have said that. But <laughs> yeah. was that was that a neat experience meeting him? Or did you? Dude, he's a down to earth guy. Uh, he's super cool like guy. Yeah. Really. Any Super. dude that shoots doves out of the sky with a bow, with a bow. he can, he can no be sights. the hardest guy and never talk to me. Is it, it just not even speak to me? Walk right by him and be like, "Yeah, he's cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good. Good. No, but really, yeah, Tim Wells, awesome man. Dude, he's he was super, super cool guy. nice because we met him the night before. Uh, and literally, we just said Tim, and he turned around, came over, and he we held a conversation with him for like five ten minutes. And he's like, "Well, I gotta go," and then he ran off. And then the next morning, he walked by the booth, recognized us, and then walked over. He's like, let me try it on. Yeah. And I'm well, super, super cool, man. Super huh? nice. Was Sydney thing. there, too? Yeah, Sydney was there. Sydney yeah. was there, too, yeah. We didn't talk to her. It was probably... Well, we're going to get her in one next. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to put her in one. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't got that shirt made yet? No. no. Uh, Ed's got one made, I think. Yeah. Didn't, Ed, didn't he get them made? I think Ed got Did one he? Made. He, one, he got yeah. one made, I think. That's funny. She but. don't need a number three. I need to. I need to. I need to get some made. Yeah, that'd be funny. But I mean, I'm trying to think of what some products that we saw that was pretty cool at ETA. You boys coming back to Georgia this year? I want to. Yeah, so yeah, 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 we're coming. Yeah, outdoor. We'll you know what I would really like to do in Georgia is when you guys do that. Is I'd really like to go kill some uh, pigs at night. See, we don't have. We pigs don't have. We don't have right any pigs. Do you, do you, uh, mainly down south. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're way there's, down there's south. There's a few around I, the I really want to try just hunting something at night. I think that'd be a lot of fun. What do you we want to do? Coyote hunting with him. Come on down. Yeah. You got, will you tell me when you want to come? You Let's pick make a it weekend. You, all you got to do yeah. is pick a weekend and come down. I will okay. put you on the gun. I will stand there on the on the scanner. I don't even want to shoot. You can fire yeah. my gun. I've got the stuff. That you is my that is my world. I live live. Better bring plenty of Red Bull. You better bring you Tylenol, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tylenol well, I drink, Red Bull. Dude, I drink a lot of Red Bull a day. He's a three so. or four or five o'clock in the morning person. Yeah, yeah, that's we'll, fine. We'll I, don't go, I don't go coyote hunting. Well, that's us, too, in the summertime, bow fishing, man. Yeah. Really? See, I've never, done that. I've, I've never done, done that. I've always well, you need to come to up that. here during the I'll summer. I'll trade you a coyote hunt for a bow fishing trip. Yep. There you go. We got... Let's do it. There's three of us in the office that have bow fishing boats, so we'll have all three of them I'm a lefty, though. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know if that matters. I'll buy a bow if I need to. Uh, well, we'll get you taken care of. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to I would love to try that. But you talking about wanting a coyote hunt and Nicholas went with me. We went down to his hunting club and hunted um Yeah. Last year. <laughs> about about ten thirty he was ready no, to go. No, we didn't kill none. No, we didn't kill none. <laughs> <laughs> we shot a small coyote. Yeah. yeah. You got to experience it though. Yeah. And it was a I was, just want to try it. it. I've never done it. it. I'm I'm just an old grandpa. I go to bed early. Me too, man. I can, my wife I'm not likes to say like I'm that. grumpy. Oh, I ain't staying up that late. <laughs> I, I will run usually 
try by 1 a.m. if we hadn't had any luck. I mean, we'll go home. But yeah. if we're on a heater, oh, you better buckle I'm up. Staying up the all boys night. boys ain't going home. And they know I'm like that. If it's good night of hunting, mm-hmm. don't you can't leave a heater. Yeah. You can't, can't leave the fish when, do when the table. Yeah, when the table's hot, you stay and play, man. It's uh, I get it. And it's something that, you know, Cody and I started hunting when and, – and Cody's the one that got me into – night hunting okay it really got me into predator hunting altogether he was doing it in the daytime for years mm-hmm. and then we started using lights so yeah. we would have the lights mounted on top of the scopes him and a friend of ours bought thermals they actually bought night vision first and they went okay. with a guy that had thermals and they're like dude you got to check this out and he brought them to the house and i'm like this is bad this is nice i mean this is yeah. awesome so i bought one well we kept them and cody was my hunting partner for years and and we we were coming home from Illinois three or four years ago, and he said, I think I'm going to sell my thermal. And I was like, all right, well, if you're selling yours, I'm going to sell mine. So yeah. we got rid of them. Well, I bought a new boat and went back to fishing because that's when I would coyote hunt a lot yeah. in the spring. springtime. Well, that's when they're mating. And that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I got rid of my boat and I bought another thermal. There you go. And it has been the last two years we have hunted. Well, we killed 50 in Georgia last year. Which Goodness, is, that's I mean, cool, man. It was it – was, if we had killed or hit everything we shot at, we'd have killed 100. I mean, we literally probably missed 50, 60 cows. You know what's crazy, though? You kill 50, and uh, the females probably had 250 to replace the 50. You, you know, we, but have we, you heard that? that I they, have. That, oh, yeah, I, I have. But I, I, I'll be honest with you, in Georgia, I don't yeah. believe that because there's not enough crop or not enough habitat to sustain that mm. many reproductions. Okay. I, I Myself, I, yeah. I don't believe that because – we are having a major hard time now calling in coyotes in places that we've mm. historically killed coyotes. Smoked on. them, yeah. I think we've killed them out. I mean, dude, I wish we could hunt them at night here because yeah. I could kill. I, I have, could kill fifty in one night. I have looked. <laughs> I have looked at uh, through a thermal in the state of Tennessee, not hunting them. Let me yeah. go ahead and preface that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen coyotes. Everywhere. Everywhere. It blew my mind. Dude, and the Memphis area is terrible. This is all East Tennessee where I was at. So well West Tennessee, I don't specifically the Memphis area is terrible, dude. So you never hunted anything at night? No. Well you can't. We can't here. Wow. All right. So you're not even hogs. Yeah. I'd love to. Can't even hunt. I'll put you on. We've we've taken guys from from other areas or new guys and hunted with us before, and and we only go. We we try to limit it to three. Sometimes there'll be four of us go, but we Mm -hmm. very safe. Try to you know uh, make sure that whoever's on the gun is out front. You know we're not. We we maintain safety at all times because there was a gentleman the other night that got shot shot hog hunting. Did you see that? No. Seven six two right through the shoulder. I mean they were shooting hogs and they were boom 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 running them down. And he turns into his buddy and pulls the trigger and blows oh his whole shoulder gosh. out. I mean, oh. now for us, we're not shooting at multiple targets yeah. most of the time. You get two, three coyotes come in, you get a shot off on them, you're pretty much done. I mean, yeah. they're that's, running wide that's the open. problem with pigs is it's yeah. usually a pack of them. And that's right. We just don't see sideways. pigs yeah. in our mm-hmm. area that much. Yeah. We have hunted them and we have shot at them in small batches. Mm-hmm. We run up on them very, very seldom. You got to go like an hour below Atlanta. Okay. You yeah. can really get on them from there, okay. from our below Atlanta down towards those peanut fields and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. You get on them big time down there. We got a lot of people around our house, and I'm sure you guys do up here. They dog hunt them, yeah, mm-hmm. and and catch them or knife them and knife. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. You ever done that? No, it sounds no. We got sweet. a we we got a friend named Terry. Shout out to him. You guys need to meet him. Uh, he went went out to Texas and did that, and he's got a video where you know 
the dog grabs him by the neck, mm-hmm. somebody grabs him by the back legs, mm-hmm. and then they just stab him. It's like the most bad A thing I think you could do. Man. Oh, I used to do it. That's so we cool. We used to raise, me and That's, his best friend, Brandon, used to raise bulldogs. Yeah. And most of them were catch dogs. I mean, and we had friends that were in the catch dog game. And yep. it just, but I went. And it was more of trying to catch dogs than it was to hog hunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was yeah. literally, and I told my buddy the last time I went, and I was with Jack Jordan, Sean Jordan's grandpa. Didn't even hardly know him, was out there with him. And I told my buddy, it was Clint, we were in high school or right after. I said, I swear, if I can ever get back to the truck, I will never do this again. <laughs> we had walked over one mountain, down one mountain, up one mountain, back down this mountain, go over this way, over this way. And you've got this 70-something-year-old man yelling, get him, damn it, just over and over. And I'm like, yeah, Jack, they're not going to catch that one. They're gone now. And I mean, it's just yeah. gone. I mean, and, so, yeah. and he would go to the flea market and buy dogs. Might buy oh, a dog yeah, for five dollars yeah. or ten dollars, and he would bring them out there, and he'd cut them all loose, and whichever one made it back to the trucks when it got to go to the house. I mean, oh it, was, it was oh crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is 25, 20, 20 years ago. I mean, yeah. we were doing this, yeah. and no wonder so many stray dogs running around the yeah. house. Now, no so. doubt, man. God, Are hogs bad here? Uh, in some areas, yeah. Some areas, yeah. We got hog, the, we got the, a lot of hogs, but the Clark Range area of Tennessee, which is about an hour northwestish. Or more north. Northeast. Yeah, northeast. And uh, it's very bad in that area. Very bad. Then that, And I think that's the thing that people don't realize about hogs is how destructive they can be. Yeah. They're very, hayfield. Yeah, very destructive. It doesn't have to have a crop. Hayfield. Oh, They'll destroy yeah. a hayfield yard. You go to these places and you see the destruction that they've caused. Yeah. You were talking about reproduction of coyotes. Oh, no. Pigs hogs are, crazy. are unbelievable. Yeah, they're terrible. We uh, So I've got a lease uh 35 minutes north of here and there's hogs on it um there used to be a lot of hogs but there it's also a commercial bean farm so the farmer had traps put out and caught a bunch of them and killed a, a bunch of them but yeah you talk about messing up a hayfield man that hay yeah. there's a hayfield at the bottom of these of this of these in the holler and uh yeah it's dude they they got to Edge of that hayfield just tore up. Yeah. So can y'all hunt hogs during the daytime here? Yeah. So it's a it's not twenty four seven, but you mm-hmm. can hunt them during the day. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of guys here try to trap them. Yeah. I mean, here's so. the thing, dude. You come up on a hog when you're going into your deer stand, and you got your pistol on you. You're gonna shoot it. Golly, you. You know what I mean? That dude. That's fun. Do y'all have um? I love watching these videos on YouTube, man. Yeah. Can y'all bait for deer here? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hogs. Nope. No, you can uh, bait for you, you can bait bait for, for hogs. hogs. Yeah, predatorial animals. I think you're allowed to bait. I wonder if they're gonna if they'll come no, to Tennessee. You're not or allowed to just, bait for cow. It's just hogs because they're okay. invasive and they're trying to get rid of all of them. So, is there a mag limit for hunting predators like this? Because in like in Tennessee, mm. we're not allowed to have. Son, like I can have a five. drum, a hundred round drum there. And really? go, oh yeah, there's no mag limits. That one actually. So that that dog ran. That was with a new gun I was using. Uh, if you want to shoot coyotes at night with a Ruger 204, throw it in the river and go buy something else because <laughs> that was two of three that I lost. Uh, bought a new rifle, tried it out, just not a fan of it. So if yeah. anybody's looking for a Ruger 204, <laughs> listen to the Cruiser podcast. Hit me up. I, got, I got you. I'm down in Georgia. You'll have to come down there and see me. But no, and, and we, uh, we, try to, we try to hunt them, you know, one or two times a month at most on certain farms calling okay. and things like that. So. Yeah. 
And there's, there's and a I camera. Looking, I was looking for my phone because I was going to show you. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. On my camera, coyotes every night. So we could hunt them during the day, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So why don't let's let's line that up? I'll come up and hunt them during the day. Yeah. I call them in the daytime. I oh, learned from Cody. Cody, that's the way we used to kill them. Yeah. I mean, that's the way we learned. First thing in the morning, yeah. Or middle of the day. That's the time yeah. to kill coyotes. For really, us. In we the killed of the day. more in the middle of the day than we did mm-hmm. early in the morning. So we got to try that. In a, yeah. Then I yeah. think because. I got I got a bunch of coyotes around. The wind is the key with coyotes. Yeah, well, they, they're going they to come smell, downwind yeah. of that call. They're yeah, going. Okay. I don't care if you've got it, and I've literally seen it at night where they'll they'll circle the call, and you're set up fifty yards from it. They'll come between me and the call. The winds, you know, they're trying to get downwind of that call. Well, sure. they, they don't smell me because they're between me and the call, and then we kill them. So hogs, uh, same way. Okay. Then you have you ever seen Tim Wells shoot them with a bow in the woods? Coyotes. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, dude, you got to watch that video. You know what's funny, though? Uh, I got permission on, like, 35 acres in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, the next street over from my house. Uh, is that where that – I don't know if I showed you all that big deer I've been chasing in my neighborhood. Well, anyway, <laughs> I saw this deer run across the road when I was headed here one morning. I heard you talking about and that I on was the like, I was like, man, just go knock. Just go knock for a week straight. Finally, I worked up the nerve, knocked on the door. A guy's like, "Yeah, I don't care if you hunt." He's like, uh, "He's like, we got a bunch of coyotes around here. They keep killing my neighbor's animals, their pets and stuff." He said, "Kill as much of those as you can, too." I killed five coyotes with my bow that year. Wow, that's a hard thing to do. People don't realize. And dude, I shot one on the ground for me to Jerry. Uh, like I was crouched down beside the tree, was about to climb up it, and he hopped up on this log, ran down the log, and was coming right at me. And I'm talking like eight yards. Was it your longbow? No. Or, no, yeah. No, that yeah. would have been sweet. <laughs> no, right that was yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, if there's that many coyotes, are, are, is the turkey numbers down, or have y'all's regulations changed as far as turkey numbers that you can kill? Uh, so from what I've seen, the, the coyotes haven't really yeah. – like this year we had a really good hatch in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, I was out – we were out duck hunting this pond where all the coyotes are. Yeah. And uh, I also deer hunt that spot. It's about a mile from my house and probably about three quarters from that 35 acres or whatever. Um, but, dude, I saw 60 turkeys on the field one morning. Can y'all, y'all kill three here? Two, I think. Two this season. Yeah. The, well, last season it was two. The season before that it was three. Okay. But because of COVID, like it, before COVID it was three. After COVID, they've changed it to two because so it, it got smashed yeah. during yeah. COVID. Didn't Tennessee record numbers ban reaping too statewide? What was the, the uh, deal with reaping turkeys remember. in Tennessee? Reaping on public land. Oh, okay, on public land. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's been a hot topic. <laughs> it's about to come back up again. Now honestly, honestly, I've reaped a couple turkeys in my life, and it's... I have to. It's fun. pretty freaking awesome. Dude. I have to. It's fun. <laughs> I don't it's do it no awesome. more, but it's fun. Explain, and I can see, explain I, to me what that is. Uh, you take a turkey fan or a turkey um, decoy with a, that's fanned out, and you just hold it, and you crawl to the turkey. Yeah. Or if you just see a bunch of turkeys okay. out in the field, before yep. they see you, if you can hold that fan up. Yep. Nine out of ten times, they'll run up in your lap. You better click the safety off, son. Yeah. Tag on. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you I had, can kill them real quick. I had a buddy of mine going, I was like, let it come, let it come. He's like, I got to shoot. He was shaking <laughs> so bad, he thought they were going to flog us. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't moved. 
No, it was Ryan. <laughs> he was shaking. So I was like, let him come, let him come, let him come. And I could see his barrel just up and down. I was holding the fan. He's like, they're going to get us. They're going to get us. I was like, no, they're not. Wait. But they just, they, they lose. They, they don't care about anything well, they get, else. They get pissed off, man. Yeah. They think yeah. a turkey's yeah. coming in and trying to fight. And they're like a bunch of drunks in a bar. <laughs> yeah. They would rather, they would rather fight. They, they, fir they first go out there in that field to find a lady. And yeah. by the end of the night, they'd rather fight. As They're they love mess. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what they are. They yeah. love drunk. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, well, it's fun. I, I've watched, I watched Nick pull that fan out before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've used it. I've killed turkeys. I've killed turkeys with it, holding it and shooting a shotgun at the same time. That's right. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. But And I, I get the point of it. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous, especially that's why they outlawed it on public land. But one thing that we've we've seen the benefit of it, with the KT team, yep. with I, the guys that are disabled, and, yeah, and they're I don't want to them to those. ban it for that reason. Yeah, because I, I think people do need it that are you know, and, and I'm not against it. If anybody wants to go use it, go use it. You're not going to kill a turkey every time you go out, and you ain't going to see a gobbler and be like flip a fan up. Because if he's had his butt whooped or he's seen it or he's been oh, shot, yeah, uh, I've had more. Gonna, I've had more run away <laughs> yeah, from it. They're going to turn had, and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean you got to exactly. do it at the right time. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, there's a field full of turkeys. I'm going to throw this fan up and kill one. No, it don't work like that. But no. Nah. It, it does. It is a, it's a big tool in your bag. I'll say okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where where we've seen the benefit, as I mentioned, with the KT team, and and y'all mm -hmm. heard us mention that a couple of times on here. Um, they're a group of guys in Southeast Georgia that mm -hmm. that take paraplegic and quadriplegic hunters back out into the outdoors. And yeah. early on in the podcast, we got involved with that group, and and Nicholas and I've been able to go down. Uh, last year and the year before, there were four of us that went down and hunted with those guys and got to take them. And if you haven't already, you know, if you if you don't mind me sharing that, go yeah, plug them, man, plug them, and, and talk or go over and watch their YouTube series. And Dave Owens has been down there. Matt Van Sice, um, what's the guy that Mark Prudum? Mark Prudum. Uh, they what? they are a great group. What's their YouTube called? It's called the KT Team. So Kerry Terrell and Jason Beard are the uh, okay. are the founders of it, but it's yep. the KT team. And if you don't mind, go over and check them out if yeah, you haven't man, already. Sure. They're, it's it, it will change your life. I mean, yeah. it literally as as a hunter and an outdoorsman, it changed me twofold. And I, I think a lot of times we get caught up in a lot of the things that we do on a day to day basis. And we talked about this on the way home last year. You go down and you spend a weekend with a group of guys that are so selfless and so yeah. giving, they will take a guy that he can't move anything but his neck. He yeah. literally cannot yeah. do anything. Yeah. But that guy moving his neck is the happiest person in the room because yeah, of man. where he is. So yeah. if you have the opportunity to check it's, them out, it's it's pretty special. He He's a big-time turkey hunter. Yeah. And the way he sits in this chair, and, and shout out to his best friend, KT, Kerry Terrell, Kerry does everything with him. I mean, it's take care of him forever. But when they've got this chair that he sits in, they built this mount for him that he can put all of his mouth calls in this slot, and he can reach up and grab whatever mouth call, and then he's got a place for his trumpet call. Yeah. And dude can – he's phenomenal. I was about with, to say he's with, a probably flat-out call. Well, he called him and Kerry call on the team thing at NWTF. Oh, okay. And cool. so Jason will get up there on stage in his chair – and he'll <laughs> lean back, and he'll be basically laying flat in that chair, and that's how he calls. And he does the diaphragm part of it, and KT yeah. usually runs the box or whatever part of it. But, yeah, Crazy. He's, they're good. They, they're awesome. always at NWTF. They're always over, um, I don't even know, probably 1,100s or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so they're pretty close to you guys this year, I think. 
Okay. Yeah, we'll have to talk. I don't to even him. remember where we're at, but yeah. it's not where I wanted to be. <laughs> well, us <laughs> either. Us either. Chris, the I hate guy the way that, they do that. I know. Anyway, Chris, the guy that came by the the Georgia booth um, for your guys that were there that was in the wheelchair that actually got in the saddle. He go, went down this year and hunted with them, and yeah. he's he's an amazing outdoorsman. And mm-hmm. he came over and did a show with us, and he's he had cerebral palsy, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. it's you know his legs have pretty much stopped working at his age. Yeah. And he he went down and hunted with them this year, and it was that's awesome. It, it was it's just an amazing group. I mean, I, I we take for granted a lot of things in this world. Absolutely, and your legs and the functionality of being able to walk as outdoorsman mm-hmm. that's that's crucial for us. Yeah, and they dude. give these Are guys sight. Because uh, I could not see this year, and it was yeah, it was scary. Yeah, man. exactly. I mean, well, they actually took, and so that's another thing. Tommy got to hunt, and so did JP mm-hmm. hunt with a blind guy this year. They took wow. him out, and they harvested a deer with a blind guy. Oh, that's took him so out. Cool. Amazing yeah. story, and amazing. They videoed the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you know they're pointing the rifle, and they're like, "All right, you're on it," and he pulls the trigger, and he got to experience everything but seeing it. So the mm-hmm. the sight, the feeling, everything about yeah. that. And that's what that organization is. And that's killer. Man. I told Nick if we never did anything else, and we've agreed on that, our whole team, if we never do anything else with our podcast and our stuff, yeah. if as long as we can mm-hmm. go down there and do something for those guys, that's all that matters. Man, we're meant to, uh, as human beings, we're meant to serve and mm-hmm. serve yeah. others mm-hmm. and give back. And it just, it fills you up. If oh, you, it does. If you've never just been selfless and served somebody else yep like you you just don't like you need to yeah i think that's that bond that you know we go back to a lot of times as outdoorsmen that we're probably as close to god as anyone is and when you go and do something like that Mm -hmm. and you you really get down to the core of what it is and you know there there is there is jovial and you laugh and you cut up and you first time we went down there we were kind of like what yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah, we don't you know, really we don't know, we what, don't know to what to do. We don't know what to, like what do you need help with? We're afraid to ask like what do you need help with because yeah. most of them do it. They've learned to do it on their own if they can. Yeah, and poor old <laughs> Mister Bobby's gone on to be with the Lord. But you know when he when we we helped him in the bed and stuff like that. <laughs> no, you got You got to you got to back up. Tell the story. Him <laughs> telling that turkey hunting story. You know he he got an accident right. Yeah, yeah, and he was um paralyzed from the waist down and yeah. and i'm gonna mess it up but you you can go to the show and hear it but he goes out there ends up killing a turkey and he had no way to pick it up he's by himself by himself and had no way to pick it up but by his mouth so you know how a turkey does when you pick it up after you shoot it's flocking yeah. he picks it up by the foot and puts the foot in his mouth the foot in the mouth and pulls it back up to the chair dude flogging and the crap out he's of got her. He's got he's got blood all over him, so he gets back home, and his wife's like freaking out. What's what's wrong with you? And he what he say? You should see the other guy or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, That's but, hilarious. I mean, just to have a story like it, I mean, just to be able to tell that. But he, I mean, like I said, he's since gone on, but. Yeah, that's a good story. And he you, told us that night we were helping him in the bed because Nick and I were having to help him get him in over sure, the sure, bed. Sure, yeah. he, I grabbed a hold to him, and he looked at me, and he said, what's your little natty ass going to do? Let that big boy get a hold of him. He talked him to Nick. So it was just funny. the way, And, I mean, that's the way that they all are. Yeah. And I think that he also said, times, He also said, uh, what would you say, I see you tomorrow or something? He said, yeah, I promise you I ain't going nowhere. I'll yeah, be right yeah. here when you come back. He said, I'll be right here when y'all get back. <laughs> So, but I mean, it's just, I mean, the, the opportunity to spend time in the outdoors with people that, yeah. that are less fortunate, but in, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm the less fortunate one because I don't get to appreciate. Like, oh the yeah, man. Do, you so. take, you take a lot away from it, a lot more away from it than they probably do. 
It's my you favorite know. trip every I, year. I mean, do, do all the hunting, do anything that we do. It's mm-hmm. that's my favorite trip to go on. We it's started awesome. this podcast as a let's sit around and shoot the breeze in the basement. Yeah, and and see where and, and, and we didn't have no vision of it where it to go. It was just like let's just let's just start talking and and do whatever you know and see where it goes. And the people that we've met along the way, or people we've been inspired by, or anything, it's it's crazy that. Whether you got a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever you're doing, if you'll just go out and just make conversation, just like you're afraid to talk to that guy in your neighborhood, you could have had permission a month ago, probably. Yeah, I you could know? have killed that deer. But you know? it's just going up, just <laughs> going out, and making these conversations and and letting yourself be known, whatever you want to do. And this this podcast has been huge for us to make friends like you guys and yeah. everybody else we've met along it's the way. It's awesome, man. It's it super is. awesome. And I I got a story about that that just happened today, actually. Uh, you know, just talking to people like I, you know, we're, we're right now it's still waterfowl season. We, yeah. this is our first season waterfowl. And we're addicted. <laughs> and we're ate yeah. up with it. Right. Yeah. So well, you got the boat. I got a, I got a boat, <laughs> I know, and, I heard and, that. Uh, and, but we've been hunting a lot of farm ponds and oh. stuff because I mean, to be honest with you, that's where all the birds are around here. So it's really funny. I was out scouting some ponds this morning and I saw some ducks and, uh, Wesley and I are actually going to go out until about eight o'clock in the morning in the morning and try to kill a few ducks. And then we're going to call y'all and take y'all to Cracker Barrel probably. <laughs> uh, and then, but I had called a guy, uh, like I get on the map, I, on X, find out who lives there. It's this flooded like timber area. And, uh, I get on, on X, figure out who lives there, find his phone number. Well, I call him. At what about three o'clock today? Yeah, yeah. three fifteen or something. I'm like, hey man, you know, I'm, I'm my name's Chad Rice. I live in the area. Like I've been waterfowl hunting around where you live, and noticed you got some water on your property, and was wondering if I could hunt it. And he's like, uh, he's like, well, to be honest with you, it only holds water when it rains real hard. And he said, and when it does, I usually put some waders on it and try to go kill a few myself. He's like. Is this the Chad Rice from Cruiser Saddles? <laughs> and I was like, this is like Twilight Zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This stuff yeah. happens all the time. Like, I'll, we'll see a truck. Yeah. Like, we saw yeah, a, truck a truck today with a cruiser today. sticker on it. I never, I don't know who, it, who is. it is. And it's just, it blows my mind. But like that dude just being like, is this Chad Rice from Cruiser Saddles? <laughs> I was just like, uh, yeah, dude, this is me. <laughs> Maybe. You know? like, Why? This is me. Yeah. Are you, uh, did you fall out of a saddle or do you want to go duck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he's like, I got one of your saddles. I really love it. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. I appreciate that. How about that duck hunt? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, next time it floods, I'll call you. We'll go kill some. Nice, so. nice. I know. I'll be in the neighborhood and somebody will be like, they'll come up to me. Since I build houses, they'll come up and say, are you the builder? I say, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, and and, and funny. that's what's fun is about meeting people, you know, that, yeah. that you never would have met otherwise nope. i mean it's yeah. yeah no it's that's been one of my favorite things just talking to people talking about what we all love man that's right. yeah, yeah exactly you know what yeah. we're doing here yeah absolutely it's one of the funnest things you you hear of someone or, or envision someone of being completely different from you but they're really not no. everybody's the same in this thing you know yeah um we all we all put our pants on one leg at a time yeah. that's right yeah. that's a, we're all chasing the same thing and yep. just enjoy i wish we could get everybody together and do a big camp, you know, or something like that. Well, I wish some people would realize that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I know exactly you know what, what I mean? you're saying. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't even realize that. That's well, right. there's a lot of people that get into the outdoor industry, which 
we I don't think that you or I ever thought that we would be a part of the outdoor industry. You know, that wasn't yeah. something we thought that it was gonna go with. And I'm sure you're the no, same yeah, way. No way. But once we got into it, there's a lot of bad in this industry. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of it, but yeah. there's an awful lot of good too. Yeah. yeah. And there's more good. Yeah. I yeah, agree. More, I yeah. agree. And I think the the wrap of it is you get people that say, Well, the outdoor industry is just filled with people looking for money and everything else. When really it's just guys that are like everybody else. It's not really a bad thing. We're just all looking to to help each other out. Yep. Yeah. But I think that's changed in the last ten years, maybe maybe the last five, where yeah. companies are willing to help this company to get to this company or mm-hmm. podcasting. I, I would have thought this would have been a cutthroat, you know, hardcore market. Nobody wants to help anybody. Sure. I don't think we've ever had a conversation with another podcast that we've thought those guys are out to get us. They're just stealing yeah. our ideas or anything. It's just it's it's so helpful. You mean, know, they share the this the- stuff, they comment on this. We're a good tight knit group. Yeah. At the end of the day, anybody can go and get microphones and uh, a recording that's right. Piece of recording That's hardware, right. and anybody, everybody can talk. Yep. That's and then right. they realize how much time it actually takes. Well, Wesley always life. says it. Yeah. Wesley always says at the beginning of the show, you know, we're in the certain percentile, you know, yeah. that made it through yeah. this many episodes yeah. because people don't realize how hard a work this is. It is, Dude, it's it is a, lot a lot of work. work. It is to it's show up, show up, and do it and talk. And at first, you're like, you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You, can, you can talk to and your friend all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. the moment you put a mic in yeah, front like, of them, uh, it's like a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's like, uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know what to yeah. do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. That's a great way to that put it. All the time. You, get, you boys, are you guys going out of town turkey hunting? No, we're going to – well, at least for me, I'm going to be all state. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll – I'll, uh, so – I got invited on to a lease in Oklahoma this year. Okay. So, Have you killed a Rio? No. Okay. Eastern's the only turkeys I've ever killed. So uh going out to Oklahoma, uh gonna I don't I don't know what the situation is yet, what it look what it looks like. I don't know if I'm going to split the lease with these people uh or be invited on the lease to hunt it. Gotcha. Um so I am going to hunt it this year out in Oklahoma. Uh, so deer and turkey. And he's like, there's ponds on the property, man. Come kill all the ducks and really? geese you want. So That'd I'll be do fun. that too. I know there's some good deer yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah, good yeah, deer. There's some really yeah, good, deer. good deer. I'll show you. I got pictures, like trail cam pictures of deer out there on this property. It's 1,100 acres and ain't, ain't going to be a lot of people hunting it so i was gonna say i wonder how well the saddle hunting is gonna be hunting in oklahoma because there's not a whole lot of trees there well there is in this place oh, okay it's all black oak okay so and crp so it's gonna be it's gonna be decent cool yeah wesley you so. going out of state the one of our interns invited me to go down to mississippi because they oh, moved our turkey season back two, two weeks. weeks yeah April. so i think into march right uh no, it usually starts in April, but okay. it's going to start at the end of April instead of the yeah, middle of right, April. Right. So they didn't change the amount of days; they just moved it they to moved it to the end of April. I think the so. starting the start yeah, of yeah. turkey season. It usually starts, I believe, first or mid April, and they push it back two weeks. But it's going to continue yeah. the month and a half that the you know yeah. season is six weeks, I think. Yeah. So, but one of our interns has a permission property in Mississippi to hunt. 
And so I may go down there, but... You probably will. You'll be close to it anyway in Memphis. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, I'd have a place to stay and stuff, but yeah. I don't know. I've never killed a turkey, dude. I've only gone turkey hunting twice in my life. What? Yeah. yeah. I want to get up Well, here. he only I started get... hunting last year. Yeah, two, well, yeah, yeah. Period? Yeah, two years ago was my first season. Pe- period. Hunting period. Period. ever. Period. Well, my dad had a hunting show when we lived in Ohio for about 10 <laughs> random, years. Random, yeah. It's oh, super wow. random. And uh, like... And I, dude, funny enough, I still have all of his VHS tapes. Do you, you need to yeah. bring it? We need yeah. to watch them. I have all of them. And there's videos of me as a child, like pulling a bow back and stuff like that. What was the name of it? I don't even know. Big as dude. you are, you were probably a dude, man was, child. Probably yeah, pulling yeah, back a 70 pound bow. I was, I was like six, five or six years old when he had that show. And, uh, but like he took it and he did something with it for about two years, got invited, had full sponsorships, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but, I just I don't know if nothing ended up happening with it with it or what, and then I haven't hunted until me and Michael two years ago was just like I got to figure something out with meat. And that was my whole concern was like I'm dating this girl, we're about to get married, I'm spending a lot of money right I now. I got a feeder. <laughs> yeah, well, and that and I was at the time I was on the carnivore diet, and okay. so I was like I'm only eating meat. This is getting really expensive. What are some ways that I can do it? And I Googled it, and the first thing that said was hunting. I was like, you know what? I was like, this looks like a lot of fun. Then you I'm figured out it. it cost four times as much to well, get deer yeah. meat as it does beef. The, the worst part is, is I'm a gear guy. And uh, so I was yeah. like, oh, like this looks cool. I'm going to buy this. got to have this. got to have that. I know. So, I'm right there with yeah, you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And so next thing I know, uh, you know, I, w- I was in the wedding industry doing video work for that. And then I texted. Well, I didn't even text you. We showed up, I think. And, yeah, uh, y'all just came by. And so I was like, it's hey. funny because we go to church together. We played poker for a while together. And I, yeah, I got these. Well, I didn't get them into it, but we invited him to play poker with us. I, me and a buddy like hosted this like yeah, a little game, twenty dollar tournament game, yeah. and had a bunch of people from church. Just sort of just like we just put twenty bucks down just to kind of keep it interesting but it was more just like a y'all must be bad a group of dudes and <laughs> non-denominational buddy but we yeah we just had a gr- big group of guys and th- they came and then yeah. they got hooked and addicted to poker which is not yeah. great but yeah. especially when you're like 18 19 years yeah. old but yeah it was a lot of fun and then uh literally so that's how we knew each other and this was before cruiser started yeah, so. yeah, and then you had Cruiser running for about a year, I yeah. want to say. And then you a, guys picked up hunting from Ed. Yeah, Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed got them. Yeah, into, so Ed showed us the Cruiser saddle. Yeah, he put me in one. I'm not kidding you. In our church parking lot on a tree that was about six inches in diameter, like yeah. it was tiny. <laughs> and I was like, "This is really cool." I had a climber before, and I didn't spend any money on that. It was like hundred bucks or something, and. uh and then that literally the next day, I think we went. Y'all came over here, and yeah, yeah, we we went over. Well, that morning, I think we went and hunted, and uh, Michael fell out of the climber, and I was like, we got to figure <laughs> of course something you did, out, Michael. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, we got to figure something out, and uh, we literally Googled saddle hunting, and the first thing I popped up was cruiser saddles. I was like, I know that guy, and so yeah. we we went over, and I asked him, I was like, can we trade some video work for some saddles? And he said yes. And uh, fast forward a year, now I work for him. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the the cool thing about what you just said. You brought up Ed. Yeah. Ed, 
We nicknamed her. I nicknamed him the dragon. The dragon. You are the (laughs) one. That's what he's in my contacts now, dude. We were sitting at dinner that night, and that's just... What'd you say? He's like a... He's like a mythological creature. Everybody wants to catch him, but nobody really wants to hold on to him. (laughs) He still says he doesn't know if that was a compliment or a diss. He still says that. what he said on our show. and that's, That's the cool thing about it, you know opportunities to make a memory or a moment you know that y'all talked about that on your show you said y'all had him on as ed the dragon stewart and i'm like all right i know exactly where that name came from (laughs) well you know ed had only met us a couple times and he come down to the bow shoot along with you guys and yeah he came down a day early man and he just he just kind of opened up to us like he'd been around us all of our lives he's a a real guy man you know he's phenomenal he felt comfortable talking with us and telling us stories and that's cool, man. When somebody can come around you and feel like, you make them feel warm enough that they can tell you their life story he, or anything. He's hilarious, dude. He is. He's hilarious. He's really, really smart. Yeah, he it, is. He's very smart guy. Super yep. smart. Yeah. Him and Jerry talking gets us in all kinds. You'll of feel dumb real quick in that room. I got a question for you guys. You guys have obviously hunted pretty much your whole life, right? Yeah. Some, some way, form, or fashion. If you asked yourself the question today, and how long have you guys been running? Talk about it. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. If you asked yourself today, four years ago, where would you say that you would be if this didn't happen? If talk about it didn't go? I'd still be doing the same stuff, I guess. Yeah, I'm not having a show. Yeah, I would still be doing the same thing. I I'm mean, not big on change. I was I was always a um, traveler when it comes to hunting. Uh-huh. I was That's going cool. to Illinois. Um, my yeah. dad took me to, to Iowa in 2013 for the first time for shotgun season. I was going there already. Um, I, I don't think I would be saddle hunting. Yeah. I can honestly say that. Yeah. yeah. It, it would not have happened. There would have been no – because I was the guy, and, and, and I'll attest to this, that said I'll never get in a saddle. I don't like it mm. or anything else. And my whole prerogative changed yep. when I met you guys, and yep. once I finally got into one, and I started seeing the benefits of it. Yeah, um, I, I don't know that I would be doing anything different. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that it has made me more humble when mm-hmm. it comes to my hunting. Yeah, I was the guy that thought I had to kill big deer. You know, I mm-hmm. had to kill a bigger deer every year, and 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 I was doing pretty well at it. And I may have made a comment online where. I shouldn't have maybe knocking a guy down for killing a deer that he, you know, Hey, you shouldn't have shot that deer. You should have let it grow after starting this show and listening to other podcasts and learning what negativity can do to a human being's persona or their perception of reality. Yeah. It, it totally changed me because I honestly, to this day, I have regrets for comments I've made. Yeah. Sure. And someone else doing something, you yeah. know. And we all probably do. Yeah. We do. In we do. Way, I mean, it's, it's, it happens. Yeah. So I, I think this show has made me realize it's okay to, to shoot a small deer. It's okay yeah. to do certain things that are different than the way that I do them. So for me, that's been the biggest change. Yeah. I, it's just, yeah, man. it's made me a better, I feel like it's made me a better person. Yeah. This guy right here, he's, he's made me a better person being around him in general because i spend as much time around him as anybody i mean i'm we talk every day we talk about the show and when we first started i was an argumentative person i would argue with anything he wanted to do i'd be like nope that ain't gonna work we're not doing that and it made me stop doing that and start realizing maybe i need to listen to these ideas 
it may not be what I want to hear. Yeah. But there's been so many ideas that he's came up with. There's a lot of people that do want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So taking that into consideration, I mean, that's it's been a blessing to me being around him. I mean, that's and I've said it before. So it's it's easy to say that this your show has grown you as a human being. Absolutely. Like absolutely. I mean, in in the people we've met and the things that we've been able to do through Mm -hmm. it. The hunting side of it, you can throw that out the window because yeah. that's that's what's going to be there anyway. Yeah. But the podcast itself has made me appreciate time mm. spent. And I don't know. I enjoy the times I get to spend because we've never got to come up here. We never yeah, got yeah. to go to shows and meet people. I mean, yeah. stuff like that, people just don't mm. get to see. You know, you see us doing a show once a week and dropping it out. But they don't see all the backstories. Yeah, and stuff, it's cool, so. man. It's been a for even for me, like having this company, like it's been a platform to to create relationships with people. Absolutely. That like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you'll you'll <laughs> you'll you'll talk to those people for the rest of your life. Yes, absolutely. You know I could easily say that about you guys. We'll, we'll you know, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have we'll make many memories. That's right. In the future, That's together. Right. So it's really helped me get out of my shell. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. A, I mean, I've been traveling deer hunting since 2008, but I never started traveling turkey hunting. I never mm. would get in front of a camera. I never sure. would, you know, it was uncomfortable as hell for me. Oh, yeah. When we Believe sat down me, to I do this it. right here on this podcast, when we'd sit in my basement, look at one and they were like, what are we going to do now? You know, what are we going <laughs> to talk about now? And, and, uh, I'd have to dig it but, out of him. But yeah. But yeah. it's helped me get out of my shell. And it's, and I tell you this, I, it's helped me do different things and it's, it's made me want to see the country as far as turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I could do something. I love going on vacation. Yeah. I like going on vacation with my wife. Mm-hmm. I would rather go spend a week somewhere turkey hunting because I feel like I can see that state that I need to see. Better. And that's my prize. Yeah. That's yeah. my prize. My wife's prize is going to the beach reading a book. My prize is going <laughs> Mine up. Too, buddy. Mine, yeah, mine's mine too, going up. Mine's going up on a mountain, listening to a turkey gobble. I could sit down next to a stump like I did in Idaho last year yeah. and just watch the sunrise. Dude, it, it, there's nothing like it, man. And, and I don't think that I would be have been doing that if it wasn't for the show, mm-hmm. or I wouldn't be doing some of this yeah. filming. You know, I'll say this because uh, I think this is a good point to add. Uh, last year during the summer, I went to Hawaii, and uh, we were planning on going there pretty much no matter what. But once I found out that you could hunt there and that it was cheap, I was like, I'm going to make that a goal. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And I will say that that entire trip, as fun as it was, as much as I enjoyed it, the highlight of that trip was I drove three hours, 10,000 feet above the clouds, and I'm sitting in a Jeep by myself with all my hunting clothes on, getting ready to get out of the car, and I'm just sitting there watching the sunrise. And there's literally nothing like it. But if I never had pretty much hunting a part of my life in any form or fashion, I would have never done that. Mm-hmm. I would have never Your just... lazy butt would have slept in That's until exactly 10 what I would have done. That's exactly <laughs> what I would have done. o'clock. Yeah, like my, my wife and her friends were like, hey, we're going to go go do this. I was like, great. I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. I'm going to take the Jeep and I'm going to literally hike up a mountain and I'm going to yes. watch the sunrise and then try to kill some goats. But I would have if if hunting wasn't part of my life, I would have never had that experience yeah. of just sitting there and watching it. And oh, yeah. I really just think like if you're not a hunter and you're listening to this, I don't know why you would be, but if you were <laughs> probably not, but yeah, it, rock you, climber. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Like do it because there is nothing like just sitting down 
and just listening to silence, if that makes and, sense. And, and then watching the woods wake up, yeah. come to life. Well, my old man, he's a he's a hermit. I mean, he went to work every day, come home, and sit at home. And, you know, they'd do the once a, once a year. When him and my mom were married, they'd go the once a year vacation or whatever. And mm-hmm. that was it. That's all he'd done. And now he gets to go. Now that he's retired, I take him along with me on these hunting trips. And it's just like a kid sitting in the back seat when we see elk, like a mm, yeah. field full of elk. I'm like, you know. He's probably thinking, I, he, I don't know if he'd ever tell him, he's probably thinking, I should have done this, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. It's it's expensive. It gets expensive, yeah. but you can save. You can save. You don't yeah, have to yeah. go out to Longhorns every night. Yeah. You know, you can save that money and go. So that's what we always say. Just go. Just pack it up yeah. and go. That's Just right. Figure go. a way out. You're going to find a way if you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. It, doesn't ha- it doesn't always have to be expensive. No, you don't have I mean. to go out and eat steak every night if you go out of town. Yeah. You yeah. can go out there and live on a bologna sandwich. Hey, I mean, hey, there's some pretty good bologna sandwiches out there, man. I, I love a good bologna sandwich. <laughs> I do too. We we hear that more often than not. The 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 words, and we've talked about making a shirt or something that says that, that it must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice, you know, to go and hunt in this state. It must be nice to be able to do this. It must be nice to be able to do that. And it it drives me crazy to hear that mm-hmm. because. While it was nice for them to be going out and doing all this stuff in their 20s while I was working my butt off to try to make a life, or they're going out to eat every night of the week, and I'm at home eating, you know, whatever my wife has fixed, you you make priorities for what you want to do. And don't get me wrong. There's certain situations that people are in. They'll never get to do what I've been able to do. Mm -hmm. But the majority of the people saying it must be nice are doing things to prevent them from doing the things that I get yeah. to do. Yeah, That's little, the thing that drives me crazy. Little, yeah, a little bit of a lifestyle change, and they could do whatever they wanted That's to do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's if they really wanted to do. Priorities, man. It yeah. is. It is. And, and we get to go and do these things because we save. You know, I know I'm going to Illinois in November of 2023 to hunt deer. So yeah. what am I doing? All right, I've got $500 worth of tags to buy. It's probably going to cost me $500 in gas and groceries. i got $1,000 to do. Well, those Saturdays when I ain't got nothing to do, I'm going to work and maybe yeah. throwing an extra $100 back in the bank or whatever mm-hmm. to pay for that. Yeah, What's sure. 10 Saturdays between now? There's 52 weeks in a yeah. year, all right? You 52 got Saturdays. That's yeah. right. You get work 10 of them, you got your trip paid for. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think that's a great way to put it, man. I think not only that, but here's a, a good piece of solid advice, I think, because uh, I've actually done this. If you want to go hunt and you want to do it out of your state, or, or just experience other types of hunting in general, find somebody that works in the hunting hunting industry and figure out a way to get in there. Yeah. I really think so. Like being a part of the hunting industry in general, especially with Chad, because Chad's given me the opportunity to do it, uh, has allowed me to experience more than what I would have done if I never did anything, you know? Because if if I went back and never texted Chad and never came and talked to him and stuff... I would still be hunting on the one acre plot and I would have put no effort forward. I would have not learned the things that I've learned today. And it, it, overall. Well, I wouldn't say, I, I, I wouldn't say in the hunting industry, just find a hunting mentor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Period. a great way to put it too. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, there, I 100% agree with that. I mean, there, and there's a thousand Facebook mess, uh, posts that 100%. You, you, you can get on. I mean, right now, if yeah, you live, groups, yeah. yeah, if you live in uh, Missouri, you can type in Missouri hunting. I guarantee a face, Facebook post should come up. You could make a message and probably find a yeah. friend. Yeah. You know, these people like these bow hunting leagues. Yeah, up there's here. a prime You could get on there and you could find people to connect with that would be glad to 
have a partner to go out. There's yeah, no, man. There's, yeah. there's no telling how many people don't have somebody to hunt with. Yeah. They're right. looking. You guys did a really good podcast that I listened to about people who are wanting to get into hunting but don't know how. Uh, so ju- you want to be a deer hunter. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a great episode. And you guys nailed it on the dot. Like if you guys are wanting, if somebody's wanting to get into it or get deeper into it, like do your due diligence and, yeah. you know, be responsive, help pay for things, whatever it is, like really solid advice. If you're listening and you haven't heard that podcast, you guys need to go check it out. Cause <laughs> it was just, talk about like, it. Outdoors. <laughs> do you want to be a deer yeah. hunter? <laughs> that was a really good episode. And, yeah. and I think that goes back to what we were we were blessed to grow up in a hunting family. Yeah. You know, where others may not have been. Us. We've had, yeah. well, we I mean, not. we've had yeah. adult onset hunters, as they call it. Yeah. That's or me. we've had guys reach out to us that, what can I do to go? And we have a lot of people in state that are like, we want to go out of state. What can we do? Pull a map up. Pick, yeah. a, pick a spot on the map and go. Just yeah. go. Well, yeah. I don't know where to, what to do. Just go. Take a weekend. Drive up there. See what you see. Walk around. That's right. Put yeah. your boots on the ground, and you can you can like we talked about earlier with the maps and things on phones. That's how we started scouting public ground. Oh, That's this right. looks good. I, I can access here. It's a lot of walking. There's a ditch here, and I can get into this. And for two years, I went to the same tree on public ground and was successful from scouting from a map. Sure. Yeah. So it was beneficial, and then. We got into, oh, well, we can go try this spot. It's close by. Or, hey, we can go over here and look at this. And it just expands once you get your feet on the ground. Yeah. But we've said it so many times, just go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you once you do it a few times, you gain a little knowledge. That's right. More yeah. and more knowledge. You're like, you realize, like, hey, this spot looks sort of like this spot where I killed a deer or I, where mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of deer. Or, I mean, deer are creatures of habit. They, That's they right. all. Yeah. They travel the same terrain and live in the same habitats all over the U.S. So, I tell you, I tell you, I think a lot of problem too for people wanting wanting to travel, and I and I find myself doing this too is if you go online to try mm-hmm. to buy a license in another state, it seems like you have to go through three different websites to find yeah the it can license. Be confusing. Yeah. yeah, it can be very confusing, and people don't want to take the time to do it. If they type in "I want to buy a Tennessee license," it don't just automatic, automatically pop up. So they're mm-hmm. like. Screw it. I'm not going to go through all that. That's I'm right. not going to put all this information in. But it just takes a little bit of time it's to a read little through. Work. Yeah. 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 And then you got to find the regulations and read it and figure out what they're mm-hmm. like. You guys, you know, if if Alex didn't know that coyote hunting wasn't illegal at NAR, he'd come up here and be like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I didn't get read it. Get himself a ticket. So yeah. it just takes a little. Just takes a little time and asking questions, and and there's yeah. there's plenty of podcasts out there that'll help you with that. Oh, one hundred percent. Specifically, at talk about it outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're we're learning knowledge. We're learn, we're learning knowledge on these different states. So yeah, man. Well, yeah, that's why. What do you guys do? What's your plans? I know yeah. you said you're going turkey hunting out of state. Try to kill kill the slam. Yeah, I'm going to Florida. We're going to Florida um, in March, and then Georgia opens the first week of April. And then we fly out in May. We're going to Oregon and Idaho. And if I if I do knock on wood again, if I get that bird in Florida, I'm gonna try to find something in Texas or Oklahoma. Heck yeah, yeah. Bro. you need to get that lease by then. I know. <laughs> get you on one. Hey, I'll have it. I'll have yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I'll have it for sure. I can. But, I can always swing up through Tennessee and pick you yeah, up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> there we go. What about you, Alex? What you What's your plans for the season? Oh man, just go tag along with Nicholas. Try to try to get one knocked down in Florida. He's going to introduce uh, himself to the to the Florida gang, the Brunson brothers oh, down there. Go, he gets Heck to yeah. meet some amazing people there. And 
I'm going to try to knock down my own turkey. I want to do that this year. I'm going to, yeah. we've got a friend of ours um, at Shag Hill, Mr. Clay Townsend. He's been texting me back and forth. He's an amazing call maker, makes uh, amazing pot calls and trumpets. And Heck yeah. he's invited me down to teach me a little bit of calling. There we go. I'm going to try to get my own bird killed. I like doing things myself and maybe Heck I yeah. can do that and do some filming and, you know, just keep growing i mean we're, we're yeah, we've got we've got an yeah. amazing thing you know we're fixing to drop out this this summer uh it's going to be pretty cool to see and we got a full video series of our hunting nice oh sick yeah. so we kept, nine, nine, nine congrats episodes. man that's cool we did not that's we, really cool it was hard it's been hard not to drop it but we've got we're probably looking at 10 12 episodes deer heck yeah yeah deer from our deer season okay. yeah, from deer awesome season. man yeah. and we that's added cool. great team members you know this year cody's always been right there with us right out of the beginning he's oh, going yeah. to utah this year uh to hunt again with shad brunson and we've got cody mayo and mark tucker that came on as team members we've got caleb wilson and tyler moore they came on to be with us and and they're yeah. all a part of that video series from this year and awesome, it's man. it's going to be great to see how we grow this year mm-hmm. what i'm excited about more than anything is just continuing to grow and build relationships yeah man yeah. it's so hard to it. take that content and not put it out like as soon as you kill yeah, i know yeah, right it's yeah. very but, difficult but we're like we're, we we made a decision we're like mm-hmm. let's just wait no yeah. matter what gets on the ground let's just wait because people don't want to watch deer hunting right now no no i mean it's well, over it's it's over. It's got, it's, it's, yeah. some people are still watching duck hunting stuff but yeah, then it's, it's about, about to, to switch yeah. to turkey and yeah that's right. So this season, y'all gonna film some turkey kills, that's right. and then next season yep. you can dump that's it right, right so now. That's yeah. right. We had so. a we had a whole back of, we had a whole back a year. So yeah, yeah, that's right. That's uh that's what we're doing as well with our deer content, and we'll do mm-hmm. it. Michael, don't make fun of our editing and stuff. The, okay? the same thing. We're gonna do the same thing. <laughs> our with our editing. You're the one doing the editing. So if you hear this oh. and you don't like it, Nick did the editing. Blame <laughs> Nick. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Ain't no I team. <laughs> Ain't no I team. That's right. No, but there's a me. <laughs> there you go. I've got a. I've got one last question for you guys. Uh, I ask all of our guest members, but uh, what's your dream hunt? Um, he's about to do his dream hunt, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, I'd say that's my first one, the Grand Slam. But I've, I've always just always watching TV and stuff. I'd probably like to go to New Zealand. Okay, oh, cool. heck yeah. yeah, New Zealand so stag hunting and, and, and turkey hunting because I think there's no season over there from yeah. what somebody told it. Was exactly. it Donald? Donald, yeah. you kill all turkeys yeah. you want. So hey, no you seasons at- and and you can kill them all year round. Any all, all the invasive species, invasive they say, but uh, yeah, nothing over there has a season i think those yeah. red stags are the prettiest yeah. animals they're another, amazing. another one for turkey you need to add on your list is hawaii oh yeah because oh it's, yes yeah. yes it's definitely yeah. i need what to a, do it sooner than later you because need to do i'm the, getting older the world slam get go down to mexico get you one of those uh oscillated is that what they're called oscillated I, yeah i think so yeah i don't know we had like a sto- peacock we heard some stories about mexico last week <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going there are you? i may stay out from that you might want to wait until it cools down yeah but what about you alex uh, iguana hunt in Guam. That's okay, what I cool. Say. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was about to say you can go down to Florida and kill all the iguanas you want. We actually are working on that. So, oh, there we go. That's we, cool. may, we may be in uh, South Florida I heard around they, Miami. I heard they Guam. taste good too. Oh, amazing! Yeah. yeah, yeah. The people from Guam. I've got some friends that kill them and eat them. But um, <laughs> anyway, you know, people talk all the time about dream hunts. And yeah, I've, I've lived mine. You know, yeah. I, I don't. You I don't have. I don't want to go to the the west and hunt elk. I have no desire to do that. Chasing mule deer, it seems okay, but I don't think I could ever dream up a, a better hunt than what I've already been able to experience. That's cool, I mean, man. I've yeah. I've hunted 
great bucks in the Midwest and, and got to go with friends that I'll never forget. But going on hunts with my dad and my uncle, that's yeah. that's my that was a dream. That's my yep. dream. I mean, yeah. and we had the best year we've ever had in Iowa, not as far as killing deer or big bucks, because we didn't kill a big hammer this year like we usually yeah. knock down. But the whole trip, we didn't have a single argument, which says a lot. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're always into something. <laughs> yeah. We put up 157 pounds of ground deer meat in the freezer when we got Heck back. Yeah. I Heck mean, yeah. we had 95 pounds of canned and cubed meat to put in the freezer. I yeah. mean, it's, I mean, and I, I don't, I guess dreaming of, of hunts, I just, I just don't do it anymore. I just go. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. go. And if I can knock down another deer next year, I, Nick's going to get on me. I'm sure he's going to kick me in the leg. He's going to say, used he's, to it by now. <laughs> he's used to getting those calls, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just chasing the next adventure yeah. and it's going to be a Midwest they're, lot there for me. They're okay. all dream hunts, I guess. It so. is. I yeah. mean, I there just you go. slow down, just enjoy what you're doing. That's and, right. and that's for me been the, been the biggest blessing. Like we talked about on, you know, what this show has given me, it's taught me a lot of slow down and yeah. I love it. So. That's awesome, man. Well, okay. we'll go ahead and plug your show yeah. and where yeah. people can find you and so talk Socials. about it outdoors can be found on any podcast platform you find Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, anyone that you can find it at. Um, Amazon, Pandora, uh, what's the other one? iHeartRadio. We're yep. available all over the place. There, we've got a YouTube channel. It's uh, Talk About It Outdoors on YouTube. You can find us on the social medias at uh, Talk About It Outdoors. We've got a website, talkaboutitoutdoors.com. If you want to grab a hat or a shirt or yeah, something, buddy. Yeah. We, it may not be active forever. We're kind of we're kind of uh, talking about doing away with that, but we'll see what the future holds. But check out know. all the videos and give us a you know give us a rating and subscribe. Yeah, same th- same with you guys. You know, I mean yeah. that's, that's something yeah. we don't we don't push enough on probably either platform. You know, is those ratings help all of us. Yeah, you know, well, get over there right. and leave us some comments and yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it, boys. I appreciate you having us. Thanks. I appreciate you guys being here. This has been an awesome podcast. Let's go eat some food. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.